0: This is the SFF Audio Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm
1: Paul Four. Hi, I'm Cole
2: One. Hi, I'm Trish Three.
3: Hi, I'm Jonathan Ten.
0: <laughs> you guys are uh, taking this book too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking it's about a Logan's Run 1960 pushing, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Jonathan
3: THX
4: 1138 <laughs> there oh go. there you go nice
0: questions so we're going to talk about Logan's Run a 1967 novel by William F. Nolan and George Clayton Johnson I don't really know who George Clayton Johnson is I barely know who William F. Nolan yeah. is he was and one of the
1: Star Trek. he was a um, screenwriter on the original Star Trek George Clayton Johnson not know Was he? Yes, he was one of the last surviving screenwriters of the original Star Trek. I'd have to look up which episodes he did.
0: That's interesting. Um, I, I don't know. It says he wrote Twilight Zone. Oh, The Man Trap. Okay. Oh. That's not a great one, I think. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. The
4: Man Trap's the one, the first one. It was it's like the first, first one. Was... one. Yeah. It's like the, the first, first her- one. Is aired. that the Salt Vampire That's one? That's the Salt Vampire
0: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's, it's okay.
2: It's coherent. It's, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, luck. I mean it's a good Star Trek episode <laughs> from the right Star Trek period, but it's not one of the one of the best. But uh, okay, so uh, not Logan. Who's the other guy? George Clayton Johnson and uh, William William
4: F. F. Nolan.
0: Nolan, not Logan. Um, so he, I believe, wrote. Maybe they both wrote a co sequel or something, and then there's a third or fourth. I, book I think Nolan is the only person who wrote the sequels. As, okay. a, as i recall
1: Logan's i Logan's i recall search. reading that they had a fallout that because josh clayton johnson said oh this was just crap i wrote to get money and nolan thought he'd written something deep
0: and profound and uh, so they had a fallout. they're both right they're both right yeah. <laughs> so i i re the movie uh i didn't remember how fucking long it is it's it's yeah. it's two hours yeah, a full it's two very hours long
1: for a 1976 movie i was also surprised mm-hmm. i had to watch it in two in two chunks because it was like yeah, oh this thing is still only half over okay
0: <laughs> and one of the things that i i see like okay so which is better the movie or the book
3: you know, I was thinking that listening, and the 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 movie in some ways is better, and the book in some ways is better. I, I
0: think you're right.
3: Um, the The movie is very visual. It's very like you know, it's got all those psychedelic uh, visuals to it, and
0: it has, that's a lot of psychedelic writing in this <laughs> book. There, well. In the book,
3: it's more just like druggy writing. Like they just like do drugs. Like well, in, in the movie, you got like the cool architecture and the visuals, and you got the ritual, like carousel, and mm-hmm. uh, you know all, all that fun stuff. Um, but the book has more uh, depth to it um, and a little more. Uh,
0: no, I don't back. I don't know. I'm very conflicted because I, I never read the book before. You never read the and book. I've before? I've seen the movie. This is the first time I, I read. I, it.
4: I mean, this is. Um, I was. I was telling Trish this before the podcast. This is one of the first science fiction novels I read. Just, just like we're going to Weird. do one that you read early on. This was like, like the fifth or sixth book I ever read as a science fiction mm. novel, and if it was, um, it was quite a trip. I didn't quite understand it. Um, <laughs> all the sex stuff was yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> the drug stuff was like,
1: oh, oh my god. Oh. And, I guess I'm really glad that I didn't read this one at 16 or something. I saw the movie (laughs) quite early, Mm -hmm. early, but I'm Mm -hmm. uh, pretty, pretty glad. I but the, and the drug stuff is not that prominent. At least it's not that prominent in the movie. If you, if you don't really get it and, uh, I'm actually oh, yeah. surprised how much nudity and uh, there was this movie. I mean, Jenny Agatiss. Yeah, movie. it's PG, it's rated PG,
0: single, but there's... thin sheet or something, m- most of time. There's an orgy scene, yeah, and, and an almost orgy, everybody's naked. It's
1: kind of weird for a PG-13 movie. <laughs> uh,
0: no, just PG, Paul. Oh, it's no it's just PG-13,
1: then. I thought, it, I, I yeah, thought for sure it would have been R. No, I think
0: the, I think all the kids would have fallen asleep by about halfway through, so they would have missed the <laughs> yeah. orgy scene. If
3: this was seventy five, seventy six. I don't think PG thirteen existed yet.
0: It didn't exist. Right. It was PG.
3: Was invented for the Tim Burton Batman, movie, which was like eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So was it
1: because of the Indiana Jones uh, and, yeah, and the Temple of Doom and the hard rip out scene, which they thought was too gory for for yeah. children or something like that? I, yeah. I,
3: Thought mm-hmm. it was Tim
0: Burton's Batman, but no, no, it, it
1: was. It was it At any anyway, rate, mid mid to late eighties.
0: In any case, the I think both book the book and the movie have merit, and I think thinking about why which one is better in which way really like so the book is bad in multiple ways. The main way it's bad is that it's a lot like Harry Potter. It's a series of scenes, yeah. which I think is a very bad way of writing. It's very movie way. Um, it's a very simple way. Um, I both admire the writings as written on the page uh, and brought by Oliver Wyman. Um, Jonathan, you're just getting into audiobooks. Uh, Jonathan, uh, Oliver Wyman uh, is the narrator on this. What do you think of his narration? It
3: was um, a little overbearing sometimes. Like, sometimes he got a little... I did not like the way he did the female voices at all. Um, How about the little girls? (laughs) That I thought, you know, he shouldn't have tried to act like sounding like a woman because he had, like, this idea in his head about how it should sound, but his voice didn't, like... There was just... It was weird. Um,
0: This is one of the styles... Uh, he's a perf- he's doing a performance, and so the main voice, uh, you know, what we think not as the character voices, but as the narrative voice, is a very deep voice. And then when he speaks for Logan or he speaks for Jen- uh, Jessica or whoever, it becomes different. It's more of a performance. So I, I had a little trouble separating out the Oliver Wyman performance from the book, because when I if I was reading this on the page with my eyes. I would not be performing it the way he is. I would be more focused on the words. Mm. And the thing is, is there are some times where I'm like, this is brilliant. And most of the time, I'm like, this is bad. Most of the time, this is bad. And, and it's like line by line. But sometimes the pacing is like, I don't know who's responsible, like how they wrote this book. But there's like serious problems with the book as like a, a good novel. Yeah. And yet... It has some really good uh scenes and ideas and all sorts of fun stuff. And then the movie fixes problems that are with the book, but not completely. The first the, the movie's actually really bad too. The first half of the movie's pretty good, or the first bunch of the movie's pretty good. Then it gets really good at the very end. And then there's like this big chunk, about sixty percent of yeah. the movie, <laughs> that is like Bad, and the reason it's bad is because it's doing what's in the book, which is here's a here's another scene, uh, a little set piece, and and then changing the ages. I think really, From oh my well, god, it changes things so yeah, much.
1: I understand why they did it. For starters, of course. I mean, for starters, it's a look. at a movie. A lot of those actors are over thirty and obviously over thirty. I <laughs> think the worst. Kate, and the cup the leader, charming Billy, in the cathedral. This is a, that's like... not a teenager. That's a that's a guy. Is it short guy in his twenties or maybe <laughs> old. <30s. laughs> and every I think almost all of the actors, except for Firefawls and Mayers, who's really who's really really bad. In the, I mean, she she's basically just. I don't part. know.
0: She is she bad or she supposed to be like the dumbest, yeah, she's the dumbest on person on earth ever? Ever? And I don't.
1: <laughs> the Holly, I mean, the Holly in the book is she's she's. Barely there, but uh, but she's uh, uh, she's pretty much the dumbest. But almost all of the actors, except for Fairfrost, and Mayers and Jenny Agatha were over thirty at the time. Even Michael York, and it's in many cases quite. The worst is this woman, this woman runner, who's like, I can't be thirty. This is this is a mistake. And I said, Yes, it's. A mis- By the,
0: the way, th- that that <laughs> that woman, she's also the voice of the computer, which I think was one of the best characters in the in the movie she's the uh, last day or whatever lady yeah. <laughs> yeah. and um, that is one of the like some of the some of the changes for the film to make it filmable are excellent i
1: love the carousel um, much cooler than yeah. the carousel oh my god so visual sleep i imagine it's something like garden yeah. green where they it's a, it's, a it's a
0: religion it's a faith it fixes great. problems <laughs> with the film the film is set in a Plato's cave, they go out of the cave.
4: Into, into they the find the reality. So, <laughs> in case you missed, in ca- yeah. in case you missed the metaphor,
0: it's like here <laughs> it is. For- then they they go back into the cave and try and convince people, and it doesn't work. Which is exactly what it so, is in the you know so the, so, in the so thought experiment. The mov- so the but it continues. Paul, the,
4: the best sol- solution to the thought experiment: blow up the cave.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not blow up the cave. Kirk, the computer. Well,
4: the, the, the dome's collapsing. The computer <laughs> the kirks domes, so. itself. Yeah, the computer. It sends its agent
0: out. <laughs> the computer sends an agent out into the world to try and find the runners. Finds that sanctuary doesn't exist, and then can't believe it <laughs> and blows itself up. Right
1: now, very, what's funny is that's yes, very yeah. a, a very
0: <laughs> Star Trekky solution. Absolutely. And, and that's why it works, because it is working on this metaphor that the book doesn't do. The, the world of the book is, it's not, uh, it's much more, um, the machine stops than it is, uh, the novel. It's, it's not an underground city. It's not a, uh, a wilderness above a new it's eden it's or anything not a like that city It's city
4: in the book i mean the book has a global no, society it's a planetary yeah, society there yeah no, uh,
2: there is no sanction no catastrophe in in the uh in the book
0: and that's a big problem for the book but you get so many great scenes like the like the chapter where they're uh running through the androids uh battle of uh What's oh, the, the name Confederate reenactment, Burnside,
5: yeah,
0: uh, right. Civil War reenact when with Burnside fucking it up, <laughs> and and the, these robots doing sort of uh, the same thing every week for tourists, right? And then the the propaganda, this uh, coming out of the speakers is, look at all these brave young men, not a single one of them over twenty one, right? Except for you know the generals right. and all that, and they are and they never can like taking that and using that to convince people. Uh, you yeah, know, dying at age twenty-one is perfect. The glory of self-sacrifice is sacrifice to
2: build yeah, a right. society. Right,
4: clever. <laughs> the, 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 but the, then the other no runners at Fredericksburg is one
0: of the robots says. <laughs> yeah, but then there's this amazing thing that happens. Like watching the movie right at the beginning when they do, they uh, Logan and uh, what's the other guy's Francis. name? Francis. 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 Do this um, hunt, and they're like psychopaths, like enjoying torturing this guy to death and then we get the fair faucet scene and you guys are saying like she's uh she's bad i think actually maybe she's really good and it's it's sort of something that was cut out of the film because it it really works i think very well with the 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 kind of uncooked message that is in both which is you can't have real human beings if they don't have parents who are telling them to not do this and to love them the right way and to, you know, teach them and let them mature because, uh, she's just doing whatever the, uh, uh Jessica says. Jessica says, don't you remember? And she's like, Oh, oh yeah. Well, is she remembering or is she just like hypnotized?
1: What? I mean, the book actually also tells us how they're brought up. We don't really see a lot of that in the movie. We see this. Uh, we see Logan. It's very hard to he's, uh, show trying to get this baby to baby who's uh, there's a chapter that's all flashbacks. Or, yeah, the next Logan and he tries to get this baby to react to him, and obviously, yeah, he's doing this this new daddy thing, which is kind really kind of adorable, actually. But um, we but in the book we get a lot more about the, the child rearing methods, and that's um. They're born. They're, they're not artificially conceived, as in apparently in the movie. But they're born and they're taken away from the parents and raised in these automatic nurseries. These curses, nurseries, yeah. where they get uh, basically these hypnotized via via mumbling voices in their sleep, which uh, yeah was a popular thing. Yeah. It's also yeah, yeah, sleep teaching. So it methods. was really popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't sleep think tapes, it ever really
4: worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zargos does that with the whole teaching Zed that way.
2: Yeah, and CJ Cherry's uh, Cyteen uh, books. Yeah,
1: Cyteen mm-hmm.
0: too. It's really it was really good. Heinlein in Starship Troopers—it's way too popular and doesn't work. And it's bullshit. So <laughs> <sighs> the
1: thing, it's been, so, oh, the thing was, about uh, the crashes. is... who fell asleep with the radio, and um, and uh, could recite something that had been on the radio the next day. It was one kid falling asleep with the radio, and this is this led to all of these learn by learn while sleeping stuff which doesn't
3: work and never no. worked. <laughs> you know, no. for me, the, the problem with the book, Jesse, was similar to what you said, but, but a little different. Um, There's all of these action scenes that did not do anything, like, for the story.
0: Like, an action scene... It can, made it longer, made it book-length. Yeah,
3: like, an action scene can develop character, it can move the plot forward, mm-hmm. it could bring the themes to the surface, but there were all these action scenes and the civil war reenactment was one of them where it's like all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're being like attacked by like civil war reenactment androids or you mm-hmm. know all of a sudden they're being attacked by mutated animals and
0: yeah you know, it's very rpg sort of style they writing. fight
3: back like the same way like they don't develop skills from fight to fight that they can apply to later fights they're skilled all all already at the beginning and the pr- the the characters there at the beginning are the same as the characters there at the end. The action doesn't grow them; it doesn't develop their characters. The only one that really did was the uh, guy in the ice castle, the artist robot. That box. one developed mm. box. That one developed their characters because they realized that they loved each other. And so,
0: oh, it's because they got to see each other naked. <laughs> that too,
3: um, <laughs> but that was like a normal thing for their society. But they saw each other naked in a different way because of the
0: robot. Yeah, uh,
3: they, they yeah. saw each.
0: Yeah. Box is God. Notice the three letters, right? Um, and they're in the the new Eden, and <laughs> yeah. and then God wants to kill them. <laughs> so it's it depends on which we're talking about the book or the movie. That's one of the scenes that they kept. And like, I, 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 I'm very torn as to, like, I think some of those scenes, the scene where he goes, one of the most outstanding scenes in science fiction, in my view, is where he just, he finds himself in the love room where the mom is like crushing him yep. to its breast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Um, this is, has strong implications. It really shows us, like, what's in, going on inside these people's minds it's weird it's power a powerful scene and does it fit with the rest of these uh, you know collage of you know scenes i guess but as you say it it doesn't really do anything other than pad it out it makes it a uh, novel length it's a short novel but it's not that's why it's not a good novel really I, and yet I'm the film is good even though it's never boring.
1: serialized because I I assumed initially it would have been serialized because it is so way but I would but it's yeah, it's I would
0: expect that, that they it wrote it, it serially they took turns that's got to be what it was Yeah they uh, uh, they got to have taken turns because the way it the through line is non-existent other than have these two characters run and then the reveal at the end that Francis is oh. is
3: uh,
5: yeah, is Ballard really bad for me
0: it's, the no. film fixes so many problems the book just chucks chucks up into the air like like uh, that uh, the the film fixes a lot of the problems with the book and I, and I did. they are not fully fixed because they they're just trying to adapt the book too it's almost like they needed to make uh, more radical changes. And I, I wouldn't have expected that. I, I usually think, oh, the book's always better. Not in this case, right? The film is iconic and excellent, even though it has a big boring chunk and uh, sort of bad bits. It also has like a, a lot of the scenes that are in the book are fixed in radical ways. Uh, I'm thinking of who's the old man they meet who has no name, like likes quoting McCavity cats in the film. Yeah, yeah um, on he's him. not in the
1: <laughs> He doesn't He's have a not name, yeah, he he, he
0: doesn't remember him. his name, right? Um he fixes a lot of the problems that are going on in the book and he brings to light the problems that are pointed to in the book but we don't really see which is these are all like psychopathic children, right? right. They are not. They're not uh, normal adults. And then at the end of the film we see all these uh, people coming out of the cave I'm like they're all going to starve to yeah. death in about 10
1: minutes all of these people are going to die horribly <laughs> well not maybe No, some of,
0: some, of them, some, some of them will survive but cannibalism well, might it, be it, part of it it's
1: kind of like the end of uh,
4: what, what's that Disney movie um, Disney Pixar movie um, uh, the one with the robot um,
2: well, Wally uh, Wally
4: Wally, yes, it's like the end of Wally. It's like, I mean, mm. we've seen the credits that they're kind of trying to make a go of it living on Earth, but you know, mm. it, 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 it
0: it Yeah, don't don't think about that it, part. Wally two it, doesn't it, exist. It's like
4: an awfully thin read <laughs> to try to rebuild this. It's not a Garden Eden that they have outside, although we although the outside of the movie is more what we're looking for, Edenistic and bucolic than the the outside of of the novel where. Washington D.C. is nuked, and so it's now a hot radioactive uh, hellhole with uh, Bengal tigers and jungle. Was it
0: was it, w- <laughs> what, was, was it Washington or Philadelphia? Some was city Washington. got nuked.
1: Washington. Washington. It okay. Was supposed to be Washington. So, yes, this is yep. a no, movie. Yep. <laughs> oh, the, what's cats. the chapter?
0: <laughs> what's the chapter where they're inside the giant statue, and we get an info dump about the the head of the Indian? Oh yeah, Crazy Horse. Crazy oh, right. Horse, right? So that's a real... That's a real, that's a
1: real... Um, yeah, it's a real... It's not they, finished, but it's real. They, they, they it's, it's, never it's, finished yes. it, but
3: it's, it's it's a real project.
4: It's extremely, yeah. extremely unfinished. I mean, they've just done a little bit. I've been there. They've just done a tiny bit. Nowhere... It, it, at the rate they're going, it'll take... 200 I got
0: years the face. ...to do it. So, uh, to me, that... It, like if you had said um, Jesse, read this book. I'm not going to tell you who wrote it. I was like, oh well, that guy was obsessed with that thing. But it's not one guy. It's, it's I'm guys. pretty sure they're taking turns on chapters. They, one guy writes, the other guy says, oh yeah, and he sits down at the typewriter and continues it. So that's why the serial nature and it doesn't really have a, a like a they didn't know where the ending was going to be, right? Or if they if they did, they didn't agree on what the ending was going to mm-hmm. be. But they did finish it. Right. And so it, they submit it, it's, it sells. But like that passion for that project or the explanation for why um, the society is composed in the book as it is, um, which is don't trust anyone ever 21, apparently. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, it, it thought, came <laughs> out in
1: 1967. This is a kind of really weird and gone off the rails case of if this goes <laughs> on. I mean, there was also, but I mean, most of the 19. 19- 60s. It wasn't just 68. It was started in 66, 67. Seven. I'm because of Galactic Journey. I'm really sort of reliving a lot of these protests. I never was mm. around for the first time. First mm. of all, most of the people protesting were well over. They were they were not in their they were in their later twenties or sometimes even early thirties. They were oh they were not even the young students. They were mostly older because they uh done because they they often. The, did their qualifications in evening schools. School, so these people were not were not these kids here, here yeah. in Bremen. Actually, our biggest 1968 protest was unusual because it was really teenage young teenagers uh, protesting a uh, rise in tram fast But at any rate, there were a lot of protests in the sixties. There were a lot of young people. Also, there were a lot of young people because of the U.S. baby boom in the late forties and early fifties, and. Um, and in Europe and Germany, we had a baby boom in the 1930s, 40s. So these people were also still fairly young. So there were a lot of young people. They were not happy with the way things were going for good reasons. Reasons um, They did a lot of protests. They wore weird clothes. Uh, clothes. They took drugs and they had a lot of sex. Also, yes... The, the matter, but um, it's not 21 year. But it's really an, it's an intense if this goes on. There's those overpopulation fear of the 60s, where they were always terrified that the, that overpopulation would that's a lot in a lot of 60s and 70s as fear of the fear of overpopulation.
0: It's, it's and, and it, that that insanity comes from a book called The Population Bomb yeah, But when, so and, and, and 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 it, It's,
1: the population it's bomb still in Oh yeah, no, but
0: no, that's the that's the word that you know. That, that's the phrase that caught people, but that same logic still holds with a lot of older people, right? The WEF thinks that that's the the main problem with the world is there's too many people. Now they've changed it from we're going to run out of food, a Malthusian story, yeah. or uh, we get all those other great '70s movies Soylent like Soylent Green. Soylent Green <laughs> is almost identical to this book as a, or almost identical to to that's Logan's true. Run as a film, right?
1: Wait, which one, Cora? ZPG, D zero population growth. It's uh, oh, yeah. from the early mm-hmm. 70s where um, everybody bearing is banned, and uh, if you have a baby, you get executed in the weirdest way possible. Because uh, well, why why kill people in the normal way? Just why shoot them if you can? But <laughs> really, yeah. Say if you if you get caught with it because the central couple wants a baby and has and has a baby in secret, and if you get caught, then um, then some people some people with guns around you and your baby. But instead of shooting you. Then they call in a, in a helicopter, which has a kind of glass dome, which they put over you, and then they spray the glass dome with, uh, with paint, and then you suffocate. And no one, of course, thinks that, that
0: it's good like suffocating. That one needed so to have a book they get for.
1: Out, but they do. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. silly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah so uh, I think the, the reason Logan's Run works as a film is because it had a really good book to start with, and then it said we gotta fix this. They did fix it in multiple ways, and yet they're still trying to adapt it, and so that's why it's 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 both items are incredibly flawed. Uh, when I think about the movies of the seventies that do this, you know, environmental or population uh, problem. Is another movie. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a bunch of them, mostly starring Charlton Heston. <laughs>
1: um, um, do you know this uh, Family Guy skit about a? Uh, uh, Depressing 1970s science fiction film starring a guy in a turtleneck. Well, next, uh, yeah. this is so hilarious because it's so true. And of course, Logan's Run is one of those. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the characters are modeled after Logan's Run, but then you get Westworld yeah. mixed in, and it's so hilarious because it's so true. Because I mean, these were the, the science fiction movies I grew up on on TV. Because the, the mm-hmm. better ones, Star Wars, were not yet on TV when I was a kid. <laughs> this was a you got 50s monster movies. And sometimes flash gone and you got this stuff, and you got a lot yeah. of this stuff. It's it's almost
3: like '70s science fiction movies are a lot like revisionist westerns to like <laughs> old westerns.
0: That sounds right. You know, mm-hmm.
3: like yeah. the old like
0: they're the revising movie. the old science yeah, fiction, I, I, like I've, adapting. I've seen I've seen theory fiction.
4: that Star Wars killed science fiction cinema because it stopped the trend of the '70s films and turned the certain science fiction mostly towards action adventure. That, that that that, that, that
1: it's score, not, true. Button, it's yeah, not true. It's not
0: true. Yeah, it's No, it's just spun biased. off its own, it's, it's, it's,
1: own it's, 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 thing. Yes. Yeah, Wars so. looks like a 70s science fiction film. The empire yeah. basically looks like this world. World. Also, the, I mean, the, okay. they yes, but more closer than, uh, than Jessica does. But the star is, it's uh, from the I, same world. THX is another one from it. It's a and actually Logan's Run. Most of these movies in the seventies. And with the hero dies, dies, or the world ends. And the hero doesn't really triumph in these movies. Logan triumphs. He destroys the computer. Computer. This is, a, and Star Wars came out the next year. And Luke Skywalker destroyed the Death Star. But it's, it comes from the same tradition. It's just uh, because the tradition went off in different directions in the 1980s. Yeah. That people forget that Star Wars is a, is a dystopian. 1970s so I think ago. I think the, the I think the
0: family. argument is strongest when you start looking at all the Star Wars clones movies trying to copy Star Wars' success in the same way that like it, it happened in a smaller way with Jaws like suddenly all the monster movies that were were exi- extant at the same time as Jaws we're all trying to be Jaws. Like, we're going to do it the exact same way. And, and there's a lot of good movies that came out of that. Razorback out of Australia is like, it's a, it's a pig <laughs> <laughs> that's all terrorizing people. Good. There's a lot of really good films. But what it changed, like what's, what Star Wars did to, to films is it changed science fiction into Star Wars science fiction rather than this kind of dystopian, um, earthbound science fiction which you know like ice pirates is is a rip off, not of uh any particular uh dystopian earth-based thing it's let's do a comedy of, of star wars oh well, of course right and and a lot of films are like that and the, and of course it it was so popular that 30 years later they started making star wars movies oh,
3: so again. you got those right. uh, revisionist sci-fi movies like you know I guess you could start like Planet of the Apes to Logan's Run. But yep. at the same time you, you do have like the, the can't be like Dino De Lorenzo uh, type sci-fi movies, um, you know, two going on. Dune. What's that? Dune. You know, is
0: Dino Dolan Dor, yeah, yeah. is what yeah, you Yeah, that's what
3: I meant. Uh, you know, going yeah. on at, So at that the same that
0: time. that had a flop because it people in Hollywood they perceived it as a flop. Because it didn't do the big numbers, Star Wars did. You did it wrong. You should have done more Star Wars, not this cerebral shit.
2: Yeah, I think that's a right? big uh, influence of Jaws and Star Wars. That is apart from you know changing from movies of I- ideas more to action adventure, just as much as mm-hmm. the change because studios started expecting blockbusters, and if you weren't a blockbuster. You were a failure, and so that uh, you know. Yeah, we get ET is, is the model, right? Crowded out uh, a lot of opportunities for smaller movies of ideas. And well, uh,
0: it, the thing is, is movies. this film? This film, Logan's Run, is not a small movie, right? It's a huge movie. Like, yeah, it looks like models and stuff, but if you look at the cast of, it's a, it's like hundreds of. People dressed up in these red and well, green and yellow. Yeah, they didn't right? kill
2: stuff immediately, but that's been the progression uh, towards...
0: Well, it was also before. It was 76, right? So, it, it it was like, when was the last time we had a movie with this many, you know, a science fiction movie with this many actors running around on the screen? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like we get, you know, modern movies that have lots of CGI, and we'll have, you know, a Star Wars movie with... Forty thousand aliens in the Senate that you can't see because they're all tiny little dots, <laughs> but I, uh, I think you know like oh. uh, another one of these movies from that period, Rollerball,
5: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah.
0: really good movie, um, very slow paced, very uh, thoughtful, very much like this, um, and honestly, Soylent Green is almost identical plot like the the stuff with box freezing the, the which is not in the book right. For, Box is freezing these things, not for art purposes. But because he's he, Although he's doing it for that reason. He thinks they're food. That's right. They yeah. are food, right? <laughs> they're frozen frozen <laughs> dinners, and
1: <laughs> <It's a solid laughs> we can
0: microwave them later. So that's what, what's going to happen when the film uh, yeah, credits finish rolling. Logan's going to like look around, and I'm getting hungry. And they go back in the cave, and they eat all the people who've been frozen. And then they're going to have to learn to fish and hunt and the The missing tigers, the wild animals that are in the book, all of that is garbage, like it's just mistakes, but s- there's so many scenes within those chapters that you know are just set pieces that are all you could almost imagine a whole book centered around um you know running through that tourist attraction of of the reenactment of the civil war so sure. because it is a powerful image of seeing these robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, dressed in real human clothes, carrying real equipment, uh, waiting in their tent, with their voices magnified for the watching crowd, the buildings that, that are designed to collapse, yet real cannonballs flying across the scene. You can't regrow the trees, so you try not to blow those up unless you have some specifics, right? Like, it is Westworld, right? And Westworld fits into this as it's, it's, uh, this book uh, doesn't play up the way the movie does, how, how sick the society is. Um, and, and yet it, it is sicker in the book. Like, uh, Paul, one of the because things I either. thought, oh, yep. Paul's going to love this book. The reason Paul's going to love this book is because the Republican Party was destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically mentioned, right?
1: <laughs> wow. Right. Wow. So whoever's so, ruling now isn't better.
0: But yes, no, it, it, well, you know, it's it's one of his you know one, standpoints one, on yes. Twitter. My,
1: one, one of my little, st-
4: um, what, one weird thing that that this book reminded me of, Jesse, um, the whole Civil War reenactment, reminds mm-hmm. me of a Heinlein book because we just talked about Heinlein, and in the novel Friday, we wind up um, Friday winds up getting involved in a Civil War reenactment over in Vicksburg. Mm. I mean, different,
0: different you know different um, battlefield, but that idea. is Friday is very similar. It's got a run it's, it's right. It's got run. a, it's got a lot of things. It, it's got a much better quest for identity as an android slash artificial person slash whatever. Uh, it's got all of it's got of like a lot of this future society. It's it's a much better version of Logan's Run, the book, right?
4: I'm now I got now now I wonder, to Heinlein read Logan's Run
2: and get inspired
0: I don't by know. it. Hmm. I doubt it because he probably wasn't reading a lot of other people's science. Maybe fiction. we don't know.
2: I think well, it's more likely it's, that they were all swimming in the same pool of ideas. Yeah. Not,
0: but the, but you also have to think, like, when did Civil War reenactment really get going? It wasn't right after the Civil War, right, with veterans saying, you know what I want to do? I want to go reenact my World War II. I know that a lot of
2: <laughs> Civil War monuments were actually built in the 1920s, 19-teens and 20s when um, – uh, Various horrible incidents were happening um, where the South was, you know. Uh, I mean, it got rid of. It reconstru- started in I, the eighteen ninety between sixty one uh, and sixty five. Uh, strong resurgence after um, Birth of a Nation and other.
0: Encouraged. It was it was the hundred year so it was the hundred year anniversary that started yeah, yeah, the, the and Wikipedia then people continued it
4: nineteen sixties early early nineteen sixties is when uh, the commemorations and you not
0: you still get it today right so the parents who went out in the sixties get their their kids who do it and then their kids do it and it, it becomes like a not a tourist attraction but re, sort of a participatory attraction right yeah it's it's, it's like it's camping like or, or hunting. Like,
4: for uh, civil war it, nerds
2: it's exactly. a form of cultural self renewal like a renaissance yes. fair yes
0: exactly exactly except the the thing about a renaissance fair right is anybody can dress up in whatever costume they want um, and then they associate, self-associated. There's only two teams on this one, right? You can't like show up in a stormtrooper costume and say, I'd like to participate. Although I, I, that
2: would,
5: be pretty I would like to see, I would like to see
0: what would happen because all of these guys are loading their, you know, black powder rifles with real black powder and they're real black powder rifles, right? They're not loaded with ammunition because they're not trying to hurt people, but. They are going for a certain kind of authenticity, and you know, the the if you want to be a little more creative, you know, the South is a better side because you get to wear your 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 homespun's to the to the event because the uniforms aren't as even, and you know, you can have more flexibility. But really, you don't get a choice; you have to try and and it's it's different than a Ren Fair, right? Because you can have guys who are carrying pistols at a Ren Fair, you know, they'd just be old fashioned, you know uh blunderbuss style or something. And they say Aquabus is in the Dungeons and Dragon manual or whatever. Um you know, you can have spells and clerics and elves and whatever you like. But here this is it is like, let's try and be authentic, let's get inside the heads. And yet this book is I think very, very well connected, even though it doesn't say it, uh, to the Machine Stops, a oh. society that is uh, broken I, 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 has the family I, 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 I broken up. I,
4: I, I, I want to explore that a little because the the movie, the the um, the movie and the did anyone listen to the audio drama? But me,
2: I listened to the first I, twenty I minutes did. It's, of the, it's the bad. audio drama, but I it's got very d- bad. Irritated with the yeah good stuff.
0: It's it's bad. It, it's actually it's a it's a lot more faithful to the book than the, it, it,
4: it is. But it does it does some odd, odd weird things. But the point I wanted to go to is that the book is ver- yeah
0: colonial radio theater version the, is the funny.
4: book is the book is very subtle about how things are slowly breaking down. the 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 move, the, the movie is a little more explicit because you know computer go, computer has the Star Trek schizophrenia and goes kablooey, Whereas in the book we see, we see things slowly going wrong. Like there's a malfunction early on. That right. that that they that, that they mistake. There's the whole plot in the in in Mali where the where the circuit changes, and that's why why they wind up in the Arctic. So it's a very very subtle indication that things are falling apart. Um, I right, mean,
2: which that, makes sense because uh, it, that's one thing I do think the book and TV show did better was thirty would be a, a more reasonable way. For uh, uh you, you can imagine people it's, learning it's to be both doctors, good and engineers bad engineers at you know by age thirty and doing a little to help keeping things running, but uh, not really by twenty-one. That's yeah.
0: It's so there's a couple of things there, Trish. One one is the film has to change it because there's a lot of sexual yeah. uh, sexuality yeah. for right. children right. in the would book. Would
1: have been a, have right? been a no-no. It, it's a it's a real no-no today, uh, uh, but it also would have be been no-no. Indeed, if somebody
0: wrote this book today, George Clayton Johnson and uh, Nolan wrote this book today, or yeah, Nolan, um, they would be in trouble.
1: It would probably they not
0: would be, be in trouble. Like, it, it wouldn't be published, but if it was self-published, people would be calling them names, and uh, and the thing it is, it would is,
1: probably be pulled from Amazon. If someone complains, I don't. I don't you know. know. It's kind of scary, groups, right? So uh, they're very very strict about under yeah. sex and everything under 18 is on. That. Sometimes it's even you have. So, um, so uh, like one of the things that's... sometimes it's like okay, these people would historically be maybe 16 or 17, but I have to make them 18 or 19 because otherwise, otherwise yeah. um, someone might freak out.
0: Yeah. And we, I mean, we yeah, know yes, this is a historical a young fact.
1: Mentioned in the book, having sex is an eleven-year-old boy, which is yes, which was also by sixty standards, uh, standards uh, way too young and also illegal. But uh,
0: well, one of the one of the things that's happening that's interesting is is it, whoever's writing that chapter says you know they learn you know differential calculus in grade two or whatever it is, right? So they, they're starting their thing early. What's not clear is is actually if they have any need for any of these skills. Like in the book, in the film, uh, most people don't have jobs. No, no yeah, in right? the book, their in job,
1: the jobs. I don't have jobs. Uh, either, most even of so. even
0: Jessica Six. Sandmen has, like, a have a vocations, job as, right?
2: as a clothing designer,
3: Th-
0: right? Uh, yeah.
3: Very uh-huh.
2: little Which
0: is much, m- very much the machine stops. Uh, you know, the the main character in the machine stops. She she gives streaming lectures to people on YouTube or whatever it is, uh, Twitch, um, about Australian music in the 21st century or something like that. Right. That's her, that's her topic. And she's annoyed when her son interrupts her, her stream, uh, to say, you know, the machine's stopping mama, we got us meet and uh, we got to get it out of here. And she's like, no, I'm busy doing my podcast. So, that that kind of job level that we see in the film where people are bored and they're dissatisfied and they all have this impending fear uh, or some of them anyways, have this impending fear of not being renewal on carousel, not actually being a legit thing. Um, the Sandman are like a religious whack job organization, but in the book there's cops in addition to the Sandman, right? Except they're not called Sandman, they're DS men. Um, all of these improvements in the film are good. but what's really interesting to me is like uh, is saying it up to 21 and that's the cutoff because what what is that what is that It's not explored in the book, but what does that do to a society when you can't have any actual adults?
2: Yeah, going to fuck it up. Or whatever they're called. The the kid packs the
0: cubs. are kind of a yeah.
2: natural extension of, you know, you don't really have any real And the fear, and right. you don't the have fear any of infection.
0: juvenile delinquents, which was also huge in the 50s and 60s, right? Mm-hmm. We had all these J- JD novels, right? Mm-hmm. And JD movies that, you know, we're still forced, or we were a few years ago, forced to read in school, Rumblefish and <laughs> The outsiders and those were the good kids, right? Yeah, you can look at West
2: Side um, Story as
1: a J.D. movie,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. And I mean, and so here what, we have, this when, we
1: have here we have these hippie bikers, these uh, the, the what do they call the, the, the pleasure the, gypsies. The or gyp- oh, yeah, oh, it's oh, a word, really I word I use. I don't like word, this yeah. word. I don't want to use it, but it's a word in the bo- book. Yeah. So So uh, the pleasure z words. Oh, uh, and um, they're basically, they're sort of the killer hippies, which were, who were quite common in 1960s and particularly 70s science fiction, and they're part biker gang. They're obviously, so it's kind of, uh, I mean, yeah, biker flying, gangs aren't Damnation Alley. People disaffected with the society. Oh, oh, right. Yes, but, uh, you you know, nice,
3: know, nice it, catch there. It's uh, difficult kind of to talk about the book because there's no continuity within the uh, book. Indeed. But when Logan turns 14, it says that for after the age of 14, you need a job in order to right. earn your keep. And before 14, you're taken care of. So you in a book, everybody yeah. has a job.
2: Yeah, yeah, in a way it's and, a very egalitarian society because everyone, you know, there there's no income disparity. There's always
0: a job opening. <laughs> you know,
2: there's no income disparity for children because you are, you know, everyone is taken care of until fourteen and then
0: And they don't engage with it in, in the book at all, but it's also the Spartan society, right? The the sandmen or the D S men are the Spartans, but we hear about how the Spartan children are raised or boys anyways. How they, you know, they're kept in barracks. They, as a part of their manhood test, they have to go out and kill a hellot in the middle of the night, and you know, live off the land, and and th- that happens, right? Yeah, in the book, he has, he has a training the desert, yeah. Whereas somewhere theoretically ahead of him is is a runner, and he needs to keep going and persist. And so, it if you were in if you were indoctrinate, like trying to. Adapt this faithfully as a film would make it a terrible, terrible film. The book can work because scene by scene we're engaged, but as a whole, you're right, Jonathan. It is there's no continuity. Well, what, what, and so, well, what about a short,
3: limited link rules, the rules series of the the rules of the world and the rules of the, of the TV society just change arbitrarily from yes. chapter to chapter and it makes it so that th- there's really no through line to follow it, it gets annoying Indeed. when like he can do something at one point but at another point he can't do the same thing and there's no explanation why like with the cars that are the through
0: line is his gun has six different kinds of bullets <laughs> and right? just one of each and bullet. notice what notice notice what they did in the film they just dumped that they said this is a gas gun it shoots a thing and it always does the same thing. That's much and they, better. And they, because, so
4: they can do a lot more shooting because, because in the book he has to really like decide whether he's going to take a shot in where in the movie it's just like blam, blam, blam.
3: Yeah. Like with the cars. Like the cars annoyed me to – like how did they work? Who controlled them? How did you decide where to go? Like that just annoyed me to no end because it changed from scene to scene.
0: It, it, it the continuity was absent. I'm sure that they wrote this very quickly. But even so, so like the, when he goes, oh, there was a scene, Jonathan, I was thinking, oh, I, I wonder if this is going to go this way. And I'm like, it didn't go this way. It should have gone this way. So it's the scene where he acts, uh, he steps into someone else's appointment to, uh, revisit his memories.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Oh, yes. And I thought, oh, one way you could do this. Is you have the guy get the memories of the other guy, yeah. Logan, get someone else's memories, <laughs> and that didn't happen, that, that,
4: right? That, uh, you're about, tw- you're about, uh, tw- he's about twenty years too young for cyberpunk for that to happen.
0: Well, but get this: I thought um he's he's getting these memories, and we get it's a good chapter, right? And then it should have when he's coming out of it, just as he's uh, he's at the end of his cycle, when he's thinking, "I should come out of this." If Philip K. Dick had written this. It would have given us a preview of his future, right? It would have given us the ending, Mm -hmm. so that it's all pre-programmed. He's all on a he's on rails, and they didn't do that, and that's a huge mistake.
4: Uh, Yeah, uh, because they had this opportunity of this world, the novel would be real interesting.
0: (laughs) Because he would have he would have fixed a lot of uh, his his continuity is is his his weirdness, right? That's his like he would he would keep it weird in the same way all the way through you fix could it to so sex
4: you just had more as long breasts. as it
0: yeah, there would have been more breasts it's true so now if you want to play with ai paul there's write me rewrite me logan's run in the style of philip k dick and there will be some fun scenes with more boobs and coffee uh, there's no coffee in this book as far as i could tell <laughs> but,
4: no, no, but honestly, this book is bad. Dreams, but, no
0: but it has oh, good oh, things oh, in it. That was it. a
4: weird thing. The movie tobacco, is bad,
0: but it's excellent. Tobacco was banned, also. But, but a
4: psychedelic drugs for five. because they talk about
2: tobacco. You wouldn't get lung cancer if you're killed off at twenty-one.
3: Yeah, are smoking tobacco in the book. No, 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 but 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 it's illegal because they talk about mess. having to pay off the pay off the cops to do it. That, that's right. Some, that's a,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. but.
4: But psychedelic drugs are perfectly fine and legal, and have you can go to well,
0: What was it, uh, foamed, foamed, like foam. foam, yeah, yeah. You know
3: what other scene annoyed me was the voyeur scene, where they're supposed to be taking pictures of people having sex through their windows because people are having yeah. sex all over the place.
0: Like, <laughs> can so I see so that? I would the you glass house, thing? like wired. Well, by the way, that glass stuff—that's all from we. Yevgeny Zemiatin's we where everybody, it's a, everybody's society is transparent, and there's a note about how, in the book, one day we'll be able to actually make the people's skulls transparent, and then we can really see what's going on, too. <laughs> because right now, we can see, you know, uh, there's only, like, 15 minutes of sex where you get to draw your curtains or something. Uh, but all the rest of the time, the, the skyscrapers are completely visible. You're walking on transparent floors. And so, yeah, it's incoherent. The book has, has both... Uh, need for voyeurism and like voyeurism is normal.
2: Well, I think the point of the voyeurism there was that people were trying to be private, and these voyeurs were saying, No, you can't right, do that. Peeper. We're going to yeah. expose yeah. you whether you want it or not.
0: And that's the test it's to, a transgressive to see, act. like, yeah. But honestly, the film, uh, the setup for it is incredible. One of the, the most impressive things in film in the seventies is when Logan's in his, his apartment and he's, he turns on the, the Tinder wall and he starts swiping, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, there's a dude. There's a dude. And the dude smiles at him and he's like, eh, swipe left or whatever, right, whichever it is. And then he gets the Jenny Agutter character, uh, uh, Jessica. And she's wearing the Ankh, which also visualizes something that we don't have in the book, like a, a a life symbol, a kind of a, a connection to the past. And she, what's she in there? She's suicidal, right? She's like, I don't fit in this world. And, and he's like, well, why are you playing? Why are you on Tinder if you don't want to have sex? Um, the, the, the kind of casual use of drugs, the casual use of sex, the dis- the destruction of the family, so that, like, at the scene where he's at the nursery and and Francis is watching him, he tap on the glass, and he said, look, that's my kid. And he says, do you know who his mother is? And like, well, it could have been any one of those ladies over there, right? But, uh, I, I don't really want to know which one it is. Uh, I don't want to know who my parents are. That's sick. Like, that horror is incredible. It is, it is a callback to the Spartan era, but it's a combination of this martial, like virtue. Uh, we're going to make the strongest men by taking them away from their moms who are too soft. And, uh, and then we're also going to, uh, make them all psychopaths yeah. by having them not connected to each other so that they only, they're only like s- servants to the state's will. Yeah,
1: but it's also it, a very... It's a totalitarian thing. horror. It was, I mean, in the 60s, um, our, at any rate, um, I don't know if it was like that in the US, but in Germany, a lot of these 1968 radicals uh, and uh, people who, who lived in communes, the idea was the person is political and uh, fixed pair bondings are bad. Bad. Some of these yep. people actually, for example, Rudy Dutschke, this student leader, leader who was uh, he was he was survived an assassination attempt and died 10 years later he was in a fixed in a he was married and in a fixed relationship and this was quite shocking at the time at the time he also did not want to live in a commune he wanted to raise his kids with his wife this was considered a really really shocking thing to do because yeah he didn't uh, because uh um, officially this well, was bad.
0: Also- think of think of all the people who are against divorce they think we shouldn't allow divorce one of the reasons they are saying that is because it it's a it's a slippery slope to this uh, any kind of marriage you want style Robert Silverberg thing right or you know line marriages these are all threats especially if if you say oh, we don't have this fundamental grounding that moms are important right? Take the baby away from the mom and you give it to a machine, East and the Germany. machine will raise it properly. Yeah. In East right? Germany, the Horror. babies
1: were. Ta- in East Germany, all East Germany didn't have enough workers, so so they needed all the women. Women were expected to work all the East and the East German women. They had they also the East German state supported women having babies, especially single mothers. So a lot of people never got married because you got a lot more benefits from the state if you were a single mom. My um, East German great aunt said, well, she was a single mom herself, but she was widowed. Her husband was killed in World War, World War Two, And she said they're, they're blowing uh, powdered sugar into the ass of those, those single moms. She did not approve of these very young single moms. Moms and, um, the children were un- well under one year of age. They were taken away to, um, we were, we called it Kinderkrippe. So it's, a is the English name. So it's, Still, so it's mm-hmm. a nursery very much like this one, and they were there all day. And in the evening, the parents picked them up. And um,
0: we call this it was daycare. something a
1: lot of people, <laughs> so people in West Germany, especially women, considered terrible. But nowadays, yep. you have a lot more of this. Uh, it's a, uh, it's not meant I, I think it also wasn't mandatory in East Germany. I don't, I don't think it was mandatory. The problem just was, uh, was um, well, you're compelled you needed, to do it. Um, uh, if you didn't have a job, you had a problem. So this was a problem. Yeah. And uh, if you didn't yeah. want, if if the state gave you a job, they gave you a job. It must be a shitty job, like a, like a cleaning the floors at Friedrichstrasse station at 10 uh, at 10 p.m. in the evening. Yes, I saw this. and probably said too loudly, about I was 16. Like, oh, those are those are just unemployed East Germans, but no one is allowed to be unemployed here, so they have to sweep those floors completely superfluous. But um, yeah, this is, so, this is kind of East Germany, but a lot more, but more fun and more drugs and more color. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, uh, the book that I was also reminded of, that this is sort of like a, in the spirit of, um, although that book is a lot more coherent, is Brave New World. Yeah, there Especially, there I never the thought movie, of that. I never thought of Brave New World movies, with right? regard to the movie. Yeah, the I only ever thought it w- with regard to the book, but I can see why... You know, once you connect the book to the movie, it works. But it, it is, if you remember how the original book works for Brave New World, is it's uh, somebody from the outside coming in, a savage coming into the society, so we get to learn through Except it that way. He, uh, got various,
3: he's a savage who was raised on William Shakespeare.
0: It, well, but that, see, we, we have that in the film, too, right? With this guy who's obsessed with that poem by... uh the cat's poem right? <laughs> he doesn't know anything except for cats um the literature aspect right yeah so he is he's he's a strange viewpoint and i have a kind of similar problem with brave new world is like uh ideas are really good the plot not so good uh there's stuff happening in the plot and there's you know this lady and the mom and uh, but they are not disconnected from their families in the Savage Society in the way that they are in in the Brave New World Society. But it's open in the same way that it is in the book here. They they can travel all over the world, just like they do in the original uh, EM Forsters, The Machine Stops. They can travel to Australia. They just don't. And when they do get into a, a vehicle of conveyance, they don't look out the window. Because... That's not important, and so, like we we today that we have that phrase "touch touch grass," right? You've been on Twitter too much or whatever. <laughs> touch grass. Uh, touch grass, right? You need to you know connect to to the real the people world. People
4: in this in the um, movie have no idea what grass is.
0: <laughs> well, they have a lot of plants. I noticed yeah, but in no their grass. underworld.
1: There's, there's no, no grass. grass. It's a '70s um, mall. There's always lots of planters around.
0: It, it is a very '70s actually, mall, right?
1: I was in one of the filming locations about two years after it was the movie was film Made, but of course I was five in years Texas? old and don't. I remember it was the Hyatt. part of this, and I actually recognized it. What it was? Part of it was filmed in the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Houston, and uh, I spent I think one or two nights there with my parents in nine, two years about two years after the movie was filmed and. They had this b- very big, um, abstract uh, sculpture in the lobby of this hotel. And I, and they had a glass elevator, which was spectacular <laughs> because there were no glass elevators, at least not in my part of Germany at the time. Time, we did get one in the mid eighties in our city, but we didn't have one. So I, I persuaded my friends to go all the way up. And then I looked down on this, um, atrium with all the plants and this uh, weird stuff it's not there it was a hand scarf. so The hand sculpt uh, is for the movie but it's a kind of abstract thing but you can see it in one scene I recognized it immediately <laughs> yeah.
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh, uh, several years ago the local big science fiction convention convergence uh, had a had a model of the giant hand with the with the crystal in one of the in one of the hallways mm-hmm. of the hotel
0: <laughs> I I think it's a it, it's a it's it's far better in the film the the um, the flower uh, I I I like that as well as the color thing. Um, and, and, and I, I was, was trying to figure add out color? if they
4: had green to, because they had need more colors yeah. than the thirty.
0: Yeah, um, but I was thinking about what what the colors mean. Like, so green means go, uh, right? <laughs> so, 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 Red means stop. So, 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 Yellow means uh, caution, and it's like, is this about the sex? Uh, because if it is, that's kind of creepy. The um, the, uh,
4: the audio drama explains it.
0: Yeah, I I I think the audio drama is an adaptation of the book. It, it, it's, it, called, it, it's it's, it's actually Logan's Run. Last yeah, it's also, day.
4: It also kind of mixes in some stuff from the later books too. I,
0: I would know. assume. Yep. So, yeah. So
4: it does it. So it, the audio drama does explain that. Yeah, the original colors are because of radiation badge colors and exposure to radiation and that kind of became the the colors of the of the of the flowers of the flowers
0: you know the the scene uh, uh, that makes this so connected to sorry i'll just finish this thought because i wanted to say it earlier the scene that makes this so connected to soylent green is the death scene in in soylent green where uh saul is um gone to turn himself into soylent green um because he knows that Silent Green is helpful yeah. for other people, and he gets and he gets a uh, a drug trip where he gets to see nature as it was. Right, that nature as it was is what we get when we get outside of the cave and we see uh, a bug. Oh, not a bug. It was a, a reptile crawl up uh, Jessica's dress, and then she's like, "I hate nature." <laughs> and then they go on and they see uh, the giant. Um, they see the giant uh, statue of Abraham Lincoln sitting in his chair. And there's like, he he looks like a impressive looking dude. Why has he got all those cracks on his face, right? And then in the, I guess it's supposed to be the House of Congress meeting room, congressional headquarters or whatever it is. They have a sta- uh, pit portrait of the same guy. Um, That, you know, vines covering everything. It is like nature renewed. There is no sense that everything's been nuked and it's it's potentially radioactive. It's a much more grounded and connected thing. It so like the nuked. end of Logan's Run is a positive. They see it. The end The end even though you know everybody's gonna starve. It's a it's a net positive. Whereas at the end of Soil and Green, it's like the opposite. And yet they both have the scene where they 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 grab the guy who's revealing the reality of the world to them and take him away, right? So uh, Charlton Heston is grabbed by a bunch of cops and he says, "Silent, his people!" as they're dragging him away, right at the end of the film. Well, that happens in Logan's Run, where uh, our uh, Logan is—he's trying to tell everybody, "Don't do Carousel; it's a lie," right? And the Sandmen show up and grab him. And, and we think, oh, that's the end of the movie. No, <laughs> they can take him to the computer. He, he interacts and gives the info and then the computer quirks itself. So it's, it, it, they're very parallel. And that's why, like, okay. I, I really think a lot about story structure and what, what makes things good and what makes things bad. And it seems to me incredibly clear that the film improves almost every way. And yet, the book still got good stuff in it. I'm sorry, I interrupted somebody. Who was it, Cora? Yeah, I said um, the
1: else? person who's trying to, um, the first time, Time. I think it's the first time in the science fiction movie, it's uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, where Kevin McCarthy runs around and mm. uh, screams, You're next, you're next. And yep. in the, 19- yeah. the 1950s version, in the 1970, I think, 8 version, He's still running around he mm-hmm. gets run over by a car it's the same guy yes just, yeah. it's the yeah. same guy was yeah. a very famous
0: very known uh, ah, it's the same actor is it, is it the, same it's the same character <laughs>
1: It's, it's character. probably the same guy he's been running around for 20 years screaming you next until someone runs him over why really it, it's impressive. been
0: uh, it took it took a long time to get from outside of Los Angeles small town to uh to San Francisco oh, yeah. right like <laughs> 20 years of uh of screaming before it's actually spread to San Francisco funny stuff
3: you know we were talking about like you know movies and big budgets and everything and uh you know just like if they're a hit or not i I worked in distribution motion picture distribution at uh new line cinema the year it closed or the year the Mm -hmm. heads were finally uh fired and uh for every movie that is produced they have a 20-year distribution plan It's not just about Mm -hmm. making money, uh, like during the initial theatrical run, but they have windows and back then, you know, it'd be like theatrical and then like premium cable, and then maybe, maybe home video and then maybe broadcast and then maybe like airport air airplanes or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so they -hmm. want to make money off that movie for 20 years through through the distribution. And with Logan's run, Mm -hmm. like growing up, that movie was on TV constantly like tbs or whatever mm-hmm. like so that that was a hit movie that was a, a money-making movie that that still made oh, yeah. money like decades after uh it was released which is really-
0: i'm sure it's made way more money than it's an initial box yeah. office right it's it it continue. Uh, laser disc and vhs and dvd and blu-ray mm-hmm. and streaming and netflix or what and probably not F prime or whatever do you yeah, want to know how I first
1: uh, saw Logan's Run? Because it's a bit kind of a funny story. Um, in the nineteen eighties, sure. there was a program. There was a German TV show. that every Saturday. They had something called Wunschfilm, so wish movie. So you could call. So they would give you two or three movies, movies as a choice, and you could call in and vote for one of them. And uh, mm, I didn't. The, the calling was uh, some kind of it was, a, it was a premium number where you cost money. So I didn't call. Or very rarely, or maybe once or twice, I really wanted to see a movie, but I was always like, oh, please, please, be this movie, be this movie. And I was really, and one year, and one day, one Saturday, it was Logan's Run, versus I forgot what the other movie or movies were, but Logan's Run was the one I wanted to see, and it won, and I was so happy that it won. And then I, I watched it with my, I don't know if my dad was there, but my mom was, I think both my parents were there, and they were like, oh, what is this crap? What is this terrible movie? It's so shit, and, uh, and then they They're the are always channel. trying to restrain you, your it. parents. But it got even funnier because uh, because um, the TV station got really they got a lot of complaints, and letters of complaints from viewers that they showed this terrible, terrible movie and this at a primetime slot on a Saturday night, night, uh, night because it's such a terrible movie and it uh, glorifies violence and. It's also it's ages because everybody gets killed at 30 and It's terrible. And I thought sort of like, well, the, this is kind of the, so. It's the whole point of the bloody movie that it's a bad idea to do this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I forgot what the other. I, I imagined something really, really terrible, but it probably wasn't. It uh, imagined something like uh, the first of from Silberwald. Uh, so one of these really terrible nineteen fifties German movies. Movies. It probably wasn't even that, but. Uh, at any rate, I was so happy that this one won, and then and my parents didn't want to watch it, and ruined it for me.
0: <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who, who now today, they think, let's make a movie that no one will be upset about and everyone will love, and those are the movies that do nothing. <laughs> I think if you pay any attention to something, it should be because it's telling you something, it's making you feel something. And so if you're just supervising your kids watching something very vaguely and there's like violence, it, it, it's why like a lot of streamers, um, th- there's an option in like PUBG to change the blood color to green. And even like, what? um, even a, a Fortnite exists as a reaction to the fact that, you know, we have to cartoon it because violence is bad. So what happens when you, kill somebody in Fortnite is they disappear in a puff of vapor right right. it's it's why like um uh, like uh, for for a long time people would say about star wars that the stormtroopers were robots because they're all dressed in armor right you can't tell that they're humans they're not robots but it's okay to kill robots and that's why we have those fucking star wars movies with the drone drone robots we're going roger roger Roger, right like it's fine to kill a million of those because they're not human but the problem with that is killing is wrong right so uh, the way to solve it is we want to have lots of killing but we can't so what that leads to is remember in the 80s there was a show called uh uh, the 18. Yeah, I love They r- ride around in cars they never killed anybody. with
1: M <laughs> I think, M14 I rifles, right? 18. Two people die in the M- thing, M- rifles, the A-Team. M14 rifles,
0: machine guns. They have you know assault rifles, <laughs> and they shoot them at everybody in every episode. All that happens is jeeps lose their tire, they flip over, and then we get the shot showing that the two bad guys in that in that jeep are just fine climbing out. They're a little dusty. They're a little bit upset that they're out of the chase now. But that formula is caused by parents saying, oh my, I don't like violence. And then the kid has to say, look, mom, they're fine. It's not because, but violence like is, is really a part of reality, right? Like the the tiger can eat you. And we have that continuously in this book. The tiger can eat you.
1: They're really, nope. Germany is massively upset about violence and sex is okay so they wouldn't have uh, they wouldn't have cut out the sex scenes It wouldn't sex was okay something like uh, even even really pretty sex heavy movies of occasionally so get uh, fairly low certificates but something like Robocop or some kind of teeny slasher horror movie with no which mostly adults don't even watch they get an 18 mm. certificate and are cut to ribbons ribbons and uh, yeah. violence the, we talked about Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Doom. Uh, in the theatrical release, they still have the rip the heart out scene. In the TV version, there is, is the rip the heart out scene has been cut. So the movie makes no no more sense if the, if you don't see the heart being, being torn out of the chest. But it's violent. It's, everything is violent in Germany. I mean, mm-hmm. They were upset about Star Trek. The original Star Trek, which isn't very... It's not violent at all, but they were upset
5: about it. They were upset about Porky
1: Pink. And uh, as a kid, it was also you had to fight all sorts of... Everything was either it was glorifying violence and it would probably make you into a Nazi. Reading Captain America would make you into a Nazi. I have no idea how, but it would, obviously. And um, Conan Conan was very, very bad. Apparently, uh, said people had never read him and all sorts of things would make you... I really had to, you, know, you had to fight for even stuff like Star Wars or He-Man or so on. Even that was uh, very, very suspicious. I mean, uh, what do they think I'm going to do for what Star Wars? Grab the nearest, uh, nearest lightsaber and uh, start coming into the no lightsaber?
0: This is a recurrent theme for you, Cora. Is this, uh, do you think this is religiously connected? Because when I was a kid, a lot of the stuff, the taboos were all like directed from religious parents. Right? Like, uh, you, um, the kid, uh, like, I, there was a kid on my street who was not allowed to play Dungeons and Dragons anymore, even though he was a DM. He wasn't allowed to play it anymore because his parents found out, you know, Dungeons and Dragons is dangerous. And it was a religiously backed thing. Like, the people at his pastor's church tells the parents, you know, Dungeons and Dragons is dangerous. The mom says, don't you do Dungeons and Dragons? Of course, he's a very honest kid, so. You know, he says, "I'm sorry, Jesse. I can't DM for you anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, my parents won't allow." i like, <laughs> "Fuck your parents! That's bullshit. The game's fun. Why aren't we playing?"
2: The satanic panic. panic, my, my pastor at my church also, at the time. But was uh, it's about but babies, was that, I
0: that uh, in g- It's
1: a lot of. Uh, so it wasn't religiously um, based. Uh, it was PTSD. a cultural thing. It's people who were in World War One and two having PTSD and uh, getting apparently flashbacks for from violent movies which is uh hmm. which I never really got why entertainment and T V was so boring but some but I saw a documentary and they said really it was so very boring and harmless because those uh, because a lot of the people, the veterans and also the civilians who were in bombing raids got PTSD. So that's part of the problem. Then it's part of the problem that they were terrified of people becoming nazy so they well Fall off, face down. Everything they thought might turn people into Nazis, even though obviously Captain America and Conan won't turn anybody into Nazi. Even watching actual Nazi propaganda movies won't turn you into Nazi because most of them are uh, rather in, somehow, somehow inept. I think it's almost uh, by design that's so inept that you wind up sympathizing with the bad guys. Guys, so they don't work. Uh, work, but and it's also of course it's also a religious thing because oh we are both very very bad. I, I, we did Trish, have we up you were stuff. you were, were
0: going to talk about the satanic panic. I think you know, this um, uh,
3: discussion reminds me when I was uh, growing up. There, there was a cartoon called He-Man. Um, many of the writers on He-Man were veterans <laughs> of the original Star Trek, uh, the original series, and there were some really good stories in there if, if you uh, watch it. But one yeah, feature, I of
0: course, <laughs> a, a big fan.
2: That, <laughs> There
3: were, most of them were yeah, bad. you should ask Cora about that. <laughs> I've rewatched some of this, and uh, some of the stories are really good. Most of them aren't, but some of them are really good. Uh, but one feature of He-Man that was very controversial was that he punched his enemies, <laughs> and this
0: is a with uh, not didn't uh, sword his enemies. He punched his enemies. Punched That's them. right.
3: And. Um, this is very controversial. Like, you know, all the parents, uh, whatever they read, was like making a big deal about this. And when my parents read in their little magazines that He-Man punches people, ooh, are you watching the He-Man show? You can't watch this He-Man show. We've got to supervise what you're watching on TV now <laughs> because this He-Man punches people. And that's, <laughs> you know, and uh, must be no, He parents,
1: punches walls.
3: But sometimes he punches religious. people, too. <laughs> My parents are about as left-wing as you could possibly be. Uh, they're not religious at all. But, you know, they, they read in that magazine that he, man, he punches people. And uh, he uses violence to solve his problems. And all of a sudden, they're they're up in arms watching, you know, like sitting with me when I watch TV on Saturday morning to make sure that I'm not watching anything violent. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that kind of spread out to other things. I can't watch G.I. Joe anymore and uh, you know, all all the Yeah,
0: G.I. Joe was was bad, but Star Wars was okay. <laughs> which is weird. Well, G. Right? G. I. Joe
3: was bad because of its connection to uh, yeah, war. It's military. Uh, yeah. Because absolutely. it was in World War That's II. That one was really was bad
1: in your US propaganda. It also still. didn't sell very I mean, you could get the toys. I have some I have uh, two of them, but they're broken after repair them. Them original ones. Uh, you can get new ones now, and they look very nice. But uh, okay, it's I can't. Uh, I can fill the whole house with toys, uh, even if they're cool. So, but in the, but Jo yeah, never really caught on the way in Europe, and that's simply because if you see Jo, yeah, you know, a real American hero, a lot of European kids were like, okay, obviously this show isn't intended for me. It's not for people like me. That's correct. It's not. It's wrong. Of course. <laughs> well, uh, was... Heroes are American, but the bad and the I always assume the bad guys would be European, but they're not heroes. They're just a random, uh, the, just a random form... criminal organization. In the original, the in the
3: original, it was uh, w- World War Two propaganda. Uh, they adapted that later to make Cobra and the terrorist organization and all of that.
0: But th- that It's out. a very star uh, James Bond villain yeah. organization, right? But
3: that—that's what I told my parents. I said they're not fighting in a real war. It's an imaginary war. They're fighting <laughs> an organization called Cobra. It doesn't really exist. I don't care. It's pro military. It's pro war, and we don't want you watching.
1: Pro war things. Oh yes, pro war and web um, and um, military toys, military toys and war toys are very very bad. Even as a small kid, I'd, uh, I know I was heard war toys are bad. War toys are bad. They will make little make you want to go to war. And I thought like, okay, where yeah, can I get those war toys? No, and no, no, like, no,
0: no, no. The boys already want to go to war. Yeah, but that, the, that's what the parents don't understand. It's built like I have when I have students. I have two boy students. I'm like. I know you guys want to be out in the woods hitting each other with sticks right now. We can't do that. They're not allowed. But this story we're going to read has a guy who has a sword and he's going to be chopping people up. So it's kind of good and you'll like it. And they're like, okay. And then we're like, uh, we're reading, uh, the frost giant's daughter and they're like, oh, okay. um, that was really good. How come stories in school aren't like this? And I'm like, you know, because if they're, if your school teacher read it, they would, you know, get upset. Yeah, and that's so. why you have to read stories about brooding guys who who shouldn't join gangs and choose not to and <laughs> be nice. So, you
3: know, you guys, Jesse, is it a, a religious thing, and, and I don't think yeah, it's a religious yeah. thing, because you know, my, I my agree parents with are like left-wing hippies, and, well, not hippies, but they're very left-wing, and it's, you mm. know, if it has a military theme, if it's violent, if it You know that—that's what what I can't see uh, when I was a kid. Um, So Mm -hmm. I don't think censorship,
0: religious censorship exists. But I don't. It's just parental censorship, right? Parental and society. Yeah, it's
1: society more. My parents. uh, It's both. It's both. Both. My mom.
0: My mom said, "Jesse, you can go see that movie." I went to see Predator. I was not allowed to go into the theater because. I was too young. My uncle's 3 years older. He could go see Predator. I had to read the fucking book. It's not the same. <laughs> Predator should be seen in the movie theater. Book is fine, but you want to see it in the theater. And and so this the society gets these and I get upset about this all the time. I think about it all the time. It is the comic code authority, right? It yeah. says, "You must do this. You must do that." And and the things that they're saying are what Make society like bad is is because like not showing some kind of horrible reality is actually what fucks people up. Is they get a bad idea about what is like. I think I think chicken eating is fine or whatever they think, right? Yeah. Well, if that's true, if that's true, how come you're you're okay with the censorship of the videos being leaked of chickens being factory farmed?
1: Oh, oh they well, you know, I don't want my deals. children. We got those well
0: so, uh, sometimes they show you the things they want you to because they've got, but the problem I have is the censorship right so uh, if if I say look there's this video and it's been censored it's been removed from YouTube by court order it's been removed from the internet by court order people have been thrown in jail for for releasing the video and they're not they're terror they they're classified as terrorists for taking videos that's censorship and it's it's not like I'm saying, you know, we shouldn't have uh, uh, propaganda movies, only good movies. I'm not saying that. I'm saying everybody should be able to do whatever they want all the time. Now, parents do have a say over what their kids do a little bit, but society has more say. And I think the magazine that your parents were reading, Jonathan, or the the pastor in my uh, my friend's parents' church are controlling people. By telling them stuff and sort of leaving out a little, some of the facts, like um, you know, uh, it's fiction, right?
1: Because <laughs> uh, kids being, kids uh, get that. Pedagog- it was they think pedagogics it... books were uh, books, which leaked into the. Um, I actually read the original books from the seventies, which had all this nonsense about Conan is a uh, Nazi and whatever, and Captain America. I read. Uh, and uh, the stuff was watered down via, it, it leaked into society via teachers, via magazines, it leaked into films. Yes. My parents didn't particularly. And the care. news. Yeah, they were pretty open, open. They, they were in the same room with me when I was watching He-Man. And uh, to this day, they have, they have no memory of it. And I did the whole by the power of grace girl thing thing to remind them. They don't remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> you do, it, you oh. do you do it daily is they my question. Uh, <laughs> they didn't care really. Didn't, I had problems getting into the cinema because I needed my parents to take me. Yes, and, uh, it's... And um, it was always very The censorship. To, um, I think if I would have been more forceful and said like, okay, I want to watch this, watch this, but I was a little bit more... I was like, this movie is a movie that everybody at school is talking about, and it looks very interesting. And I think it might be interesting to watch. And they didn't get that this is like that This was I want to see this movie. Take me now. <laughs> I was also this is also why I never. But got the fact the toys, that you have
0: it. to have because parental supervision that in the theater them,
1: meant that is the, the bad part. Looking at the toy all the time meant I want this. So I never really got to him. You know,
3: Jesse, what, what you were saying before, it reminds me of the motion picture production code in the United States of 1934. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the mm-hmm. rules that really stuck out to me was a film cannot show revenge in modern times because that'll show people that the authorities aren't there to uh, exactly. solve the problems for them. And it was justified by that. Now, in an, if you're yep. in ancient times, you can show revenge because there was no authority then to protect them.
0: They had the same loophole in comics. Yeah. You're not allowed to show death unless you're adapting a, a famous novel, right? Dracula is allowed. The, the story of how werewolves and werewolf by night came into, into Marvel and became, like, snuck in is very, very interesting and tricky. So there was a, a Marvel editor named marv wolfman his literal name was wolfman right so they started putting his name prominently in stories related to horror comics that were adapted from literature right if they're adapting which they did remember there's a bunch of classic comics not just uh classics illustrated but marvel had its own um and when they they adapt something they're not allowed to show blood they're not allowed to show this the, the morbius the living vampire exists as he does <laughs> as a living vampire because you're not allowed to show the undead there was like the rules of the comic book code authority are police cannot be shown to be corrupt judges cannot be shown to be corrupt even if they literally are in real life right yeah you cannot question governance. You cannot... Que- the, you could it's, not it's show like...
1: good guys killing or shooting police officers until very recently. I think it's an, at least American police officers, which is why, for example, list, some movies are uh, the when here. they shoot, uh, shoot police officers of other countries, like, even if it's a sort of, what, what was it, Atomic Blonde, I think. Thing. And, uh, and uh, one of the Marvel movies, they beat up German police officers. And I was kind of annoyed. I said, "Like you wouldn't try to show this with Americans? Why are you?" And uh, they're worse than our guys. Uh, why are be- you beating up our guys? Yes, because there's no rule against beating up. And uh, the, someone said, "Like oh, but uh, they said they're not East German police officers. Those are West German, German uniforms." Also, they got the wrong uniforms. People who looked like that came to my school to show me to teach me about uh, traffic rules. So, yes, it's... Uh, so, but,
0: here's the yeah, list. Please. This is the 54 code. And remember, this was, this was the same thing. It's, this is happening now, right, as well. The government threatens the corporations because they're getting complaints. And also, it's a way of controlling the population. So, they threaten to legislate. Uh, there's a current one with YouTube and Twitter... Where the government says, you know, if you don't uh, knuckle under and do what we say, you know, the way we want you to, we're going to regulate you. And we're going to take... Days because of yes. So here, or not just Twitter, but all, all sorts of... You know, all, all, almost every major website has been massively compromised. Google, very much so. So here's the list. Crime shall never be proven presented in such a way as to create sympathy for the criminal to promote distrust of the forces of law and justice or to inspire others with a desire to imitate criminals so if you have a a juvenile delinquent you have to make sure that he's he's punished right and and that was continuous if uh if crime is depicted it should be as shown as a sordid or unpleasant activity Policemen, judges, government officials, and respected institutions shall never be presented in such a way as to create disrespect for established authority. Criminals shall not be presented so as to be rendered glamorous or occupy a position which creates a desire for emulation. So you can't want to be like Kingpin, right? In in every instance, good shall triumph over evil and uh, criminal punished for his misdeeds. Scenes of excessive violence shall be prohibited. Scenes of brutal torture, excess... Excessive or unnecessary knife and gunplay. So necessary knife and gunplay is fine. Physical agony, the gory and the gruesome shall be uh, shall be eliminated. No comic magazine shall use the word use the words horror or terror in its title. All scenes of horror, excessive bloodshed, gory and gruesome crimes, uh, depravity, lust, sadism, masochism shall not be permitted all lurid unsavory gruesome illustrations shall be eliminated inclusion of stories dealing with with evil shall be used or shall be punished, published only where the intent is to illustrate a moral issue and in no case shall evil be presented alluringly nor so as to injure the injure the sensibilities of the reader notice it's not the reader's parents which it really is uh scenes dealing with or some guy down the street who wants who worries about other people's kids scenes dealing with or instruments associated with the walking dead torture vampire vampirism ghouls cannibalism werewolfism are prohibited profanity obscenity smut vulgarity or words or symbols which have acquired undesirable meanings are forbidden nudity is in any form is prohibited as is indecent or undue exposure suggest so conan's out right Suggestive and salacious illustrations or suggestive posture is unacceptable. Suggestive posture. (laughs) Uh, Females shall be drawn realistically without exaggeration of any physical qualities. Have you read comics? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Illicit sex relations are neither to be hinted at nor portrayed. Rape (laughs) scenes as well as sexual abnormalities are unacceptable. Seduction and rape shall never be shown or suggested. No seduction, apparently. A sex perversion or any inference to the same is strictly forbidden. Nudity of mer- meretricious purpose and salacious postures uh, shall not be permitted in the advertising of any product. Clothed figures shall never be presented in such a way as to be offensive or contrary to the good tastes or morals. It changes over time, right? But the reason they're 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 instituting this is because they're they can have their business taken out from under them by a government whim. One of the reasons comics have to have a, a a letters page is because they had to conform to a law. It wasn't a law, a, a regulation that the the postal service used. So if you can't get distribution, national distribution for your comic, your comic's gone. They can wait, like they just make a phone call to you, right? Your whole business is out. And this is this is how evil government can be: is it can take control over entire industries just by changing a few regulations and saying, you're not playing ball. Let's have some uh, congressional hearings.
1: So See how German, you like that. The German film censorship, we have a film censorship. Of course, it's, we can't call it censorship. It's called Voluntary Self-Control of the Movie right. Industry. It's not voluntary. Right. It's not self-control. It's some kind of... It's compelled. To ...people sitting there and, uh, and deciding actually as a teenager I always wanted to get a job with them because I said like okay I can do Me all too.
0: All I tried to ask. I tried to apply I for that job.
1: Only the stuff I don't like. <laughs> Which I, I wanted to see the movies that were not movies. allowed to
0: be shown. One of my friends got that job instead of me. Yeah. That bastard. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and he was saying comics, he was saying uh, you don't want to have this job, you have to see a lot of gross stuff and I said, Yeah, but I want to I want to be able to see whatever I want. <laughs> Uh, and getting paid to watch movies also sounds okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: like I said, I wanted the job because I thought, like, okay, you can watch all the movies uncut. That would be so cool. And then I can decide if there's stuff, all, there's stuff that shouldn't be in there that's stupid and I can cut all the stupid stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: this movie's bad. I'm not going to allow I it in the country.
1: I've decided to ban stuff like terms of in all of these breast cancer movies terms of endearment and ordinary people, oh, oh these movies are probably worth said Oh, no one should watch those. <laughs> the one,
0: the, the one uh, that I, I was, um, I, I found an, a new Donald Westlake story that's never been reprinted, and I had to type it up because it was such a low-res low, low res scan. It, I, I thought it was called Matin's Place. Um, uh, I thought, that's a weird name. I guess the guy's main name is Matin. No, it's not Matin's. It's Matin. Uh, and it's called it's a parody of Peyton Place ah! it's called Mayton Place um <laughs> and it's it's a uh, just it, uh, i've never seen Peyton Place but i you know i looked at the wikipedia entry and i i read the s- film reviews and stuff like that there's a book as well and it is it's like melodrama for people who don't like science fiction or fantasy or horror right? it's just like it's people kind of lusting after each other yeah, yeah, it's uh, in indeed. So Donald Westlake makes fun of it um by, you know, using bad writing techniques um that make you laugh and then a lot of a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of off-screen sex. <laughs> like every everything is innuendo-filled and it's, you know, runs 840 words, so it's not a major masterpiece or anything, but the 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 point of that is there's those normal people who like Peyton Place, and then there's these other people who like actual good stuff, <laughs> like Conan the Barbarian, or you know this bad book. Or I mean,
1: I don't know if Peyton Predator. Place is bad. I've never uh, read or seen it. I'm sure I know it's it by good. An if you like, only has this kind of uh, yeah. kind of weird small tone soap opera thing. I mean, I've seen similar things, but. Uh... I've read it, respect. and it is
2: rather a soap opera, but, uh, it also makes some really important points about, um, how society hushes things up, and, uh, mm-hmm.
0: uh... My baby, I had to give her away because of blah blah Well,
2: I- anyway, it, you know, it's, uh, I know it's, uh, <laughs> uh, treated sarcastically, but I think there there is some, uh, good stuff in that book, um... Uh, I actually did have a couple more things I wanted to say about Logan's Run. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: uh,
2: first, that uh, it reminds me a bit of the Star Trek original series episode "A Taste of Armageddon," which is the mm-hmm. one where they go to the plant the uh, uh, so the the uh, planetary system where two planets are at war with each other, and they just. Mm-hmm. Uh, do it by computer, and people right. are told that they have been killed in an attack, and so they placidly line up in front of the disin- disintegration chambers for execution. Yep. And uh, uh, Kirk, um, uh, of course, has a problem with this, and, and uh, puts a stop to say, it, when- and everyone is saying, you know, the leaders are saying, but but this is going to destroy our whole society. Um so yeah that was uh that episode was in 1967 so that's kind of an interesting parallel. Um yeah
0: it, it's a it's a real comment on do you have your children go off to war or is it just done by uh mercenaries, right? Because if it's not your kids getting killed and having arms ripped off. No, that's
2: not what it's about at all. It's I
0: I I hear you. <laughs> But think about this: How are the deaths? They're nice and clean. Yeah. The actual capital does not get destroyed, right? right? In, in fact, when it's your country and your your capital's being destroyed, that's that's bad. But when it's happening overseas and it's somebody else's children getting killed,
2: no, it's it's this. This is not about just. Oh, okay. So that's not what the. TV episode is about, but I see that oh, you're making the point that it's an allegory. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, right. Anyway, I
0: just thought that was makes a, death clean, just like this book, right? right. A very clean and, and, and even that, more, even more in the in movie, right? The movie makes it super clean. You you get a chance at re- renewal. Wow.
4: Mm-hmm. Renew. Renew. Well,
2: renew. Yeah. It, it is interesting and, that you know the movie makes it a public ritual to be celebrated rather Mm -hmm. than a private go off and you know go to sleep um yeah uh you know sandman i think makes a lot more sense in the book where you know people are talk about being put to sleep and you know they're not killing people they're sleeping them or whatever
0: that's right um i had my pet put to sleep is a lot better than i killed my pet Yes, absolutely. Right? It's, it's just how we. It's just how we. We have to rationalize Far it, more palatable. And so, yep.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, and that's what. That's why the war continues forever in that Star Trek episode is because it's all clean.
2: Right, and There's when no he no actually order. forces gets rid of the disintegration chambers and forces them to go back to war, that is such an awful thought that they start a cease ceasefire and yeah, cease <laughs> yeah right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about was the TV show. Did anybody else watch any of the Logan's Run TV show?
0: I watched the first episode, episodes. and uh, I, I not a lot. Yeah.
2: Right, no, I
0: I, it changes the ending uh, of why he's going on the mission. So it's a sort of kind of a compromise between the two, right? Right. Well,
2: I think it's um, really between the movie and the book in, in, in the uh, TV show, the premise is that there actually are. Elders, there's a secret ruling council of elders. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to or instead of the computer, um, and uh, Francis is sort of bribed with: if you hunt down Logan, you can join this uh, uh, council and live past thirty-two.
0: So, which changes the dynamics so much that it, it makes you want to think of, makes you want to watch the show, right? Yeah, because you say. You say, well, that's interesting because the the Francis in the movie is a true believer. Mm-hmm. The tr- the Francis in the book isn't, right. uh, except he, he, he is like most the true of the book.
2: Believer, but it
1: turns out, that and
0: then we find out, out yeah, works. that's because they, yeah, it's because they they, they, they wrote it wrong. Right, <laughs> they wrote it as a team.
1: The actor is fantastic.
0: Yes, it's uh, an by the way, he's amazing. he's uh, gir- he's uh, he's, uh, he's in Dune. The first Dune yeah, movie. Yeah,
1: Richard Jordan. He plays, movie, but he's he's amazing yeah. in the role. He's really, he's really, really. Uh, I mean, the cast. Michael York is good is, anyway, is good too, but, but yeah, all of the I actors agree. Are pretty good in the movie movie, and uh, Farrah Fawcett um, doesn't have a lot to do. So, so, but <laughs> most of the uh, most of the named actors are pretty good. But this guy who plays Francis, he's really, really amazing.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's very good. The TV show I only watched the first episode. It seemed fine. I don't know why I didn't watch it. In they 70s. use a lot probably of it came on at they the use same a lot time of, as um, else I wanted to watch. The footage but like it seemed fine, and I would have watched carousel the carousel scenes are not refilmed probably. or anything. But I think it's interesting that you know it being so episodic in a way that is more akin to the spirit of the book than yes the movie because you know yeah. each episode and it sounds is like a It
0: sounds like. It sounds like they are they do a lot of that stuff that's in uh, reading ahead, you know, and what, what uh, the 14 episodes have. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of the stuff is the same sort of extension of those chapters that we see. Yes. And the problem is, that's not the best part of the book. <laughs> the best part of the book is individual chapters, this particular idea, the premise for the world, I guess, which we get. And the really undercooked uh, sexuality thing that... Is something we don't reconcile, right? Like Edgar Allan Poe married his thirteen-year-old cousin. That's fucking weird, man. How do we understand that today? We can't. We can't wrap our brains around that. But if you said, if oh you should be, but if you said like society is now consists of only the the entire human lifespan consists only of age zero to age twenty-one, right? The breeding. If you, if we, like, there's another Star Trek episode where, uh, that's actually a little bit similar as well. Remember that maybe that's the George Clayton Johnson episode. Um, where they go to the planet of the Grups. Yes. <laughs> where mm-hmm. there's a plague, right? That kills all people over 13 or whatever. And there's a girl who's like falling in love with Kirk Mary. because she's, yeah, Mary. That's the name of the episode mm-hmm. too, right? Um, she's falling in love with Kirk because she's just starting to bloom into her. You know, whatever sexuality. And that's when the disease comes in, and kills all the kids, right? right. But they get Basically, extended lifestyles. And
2: you get a disease and die. Yep.
0: Yeah. They, oh. You become a grub. Right. <laughs> Assault vampire looking thing or whatever. Um, but the horror of, of, of thinking like that is your lifetime. But more importantly, there's no, like the characters in this book who are like good at their jobs. There's no way they would be good at their jobs in us if they if they're 21.
2: Right, that was that uh, was saying, saying before why 30 made a lot more sense than 21.
1: <laughs> the 60 does.
2: The old uh, plastic
1: surgeon doesn't make any sense even <laughs> if, if the machine does everything. So but dad so so was like, "Oh, please give me a break."
3: Speculative fiction and imagining like a, a wild futuristic society. Twenty one is a more interesting thought experiment, but oh, way more interesting. You know,
0: 30's not- and yet they don't do enough with it yeah. because the 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 scene where he's like uh, he's at a party and there's a thirteen year old there. And she's like coming on to him. Or or they go the one of the guys, uh, Francis, I guess, says, I'm gonna go get me the oh no, it's not Francis. Some some guy in his last day said, I'm gonna go get me th- this girl and this girl and this girl. Um and he literally means girls, right? They're not uh, you know, 21. They are between twelve and uh fifteen or whatever the age number. I guess at fourteen, right? It's like weird, man. Right? And yet, if we, like, uh, uh, one of the things that happen in our society is people have babies older now, right? So for uh, Co- South Korea, um, average age of a woman getting married is 26. Why is that? Well, because they go through school, right? And then they get married and then they have a kid. That's unusual. The normal, normal thing is, yeah, you're, you're 14, you have a baby. That's normal. And so, They don't do anything with that in this book. And they should have because that is a real science fiction idea. It's a scary one. But I want to have ideas in my story. They don't do anything with that. So notice one of the things you'll see is there are kids dressed in yellow in the movie, but not very many. Maybe they're mostly in their creches. They're playing with their robot mom. Or Or their robot doll. Dude, that scene is so cool. You know, right? The little doll that gets put away? Yeah, 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 and, he, and you, uh, is, yes, at Yes. We needed more of that and less of the next scene, next scene, next you know, scene. At, at
3: the top of the discussion, Jesse, you mentioned uh, Billy Wilder. And... Uh, mm-hmm. Billy Wilder's first English language movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It's pretty obscure, but it plays around the age squick factor in a really hilarious Mm -hmm. way. It's a romantic comedy. It's about a woman and she wants she needs to take a long train ride. She needs to get a train ticket but she doesn't have enough money for the train ticket. So what she does is she pretends to be an 11-year-old girl so that she can get the child (laughs) discount. So they let her on the train as an 11-year-old girl, but because she's an unaccompanied minor, they got to get somebody to chaperone her, and they find uh, a a major uh, from the Army who's traveling across country on the same train to chaperone her. So she's a grown woman pretending to be 11, and she falls in love with a major but the thing is he's really the major
0: and the minor yeah, the the
3: is what it's called he's really uptight really by the books she can't tell him that she's only pretending to be 11 because then he'll lose respect for her he'll know that she's a liar so she has to choose <laughs> between pretending to be 11 and having him be like you know you know, you're a child or admitting to being a crook. And it's a really hilarious romantic comedy, but it, it plays with all of that. Uh, I don't know, like uh, sexual panic, I guess, around around age. But it, it, it's probably got to be late 40s because it's his first English language movie. Late
0: yeah, it's 42. Wow. Yeah. Okay,
3: so early forties. Um, yeah, but uh, it's a really funny uh, 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 movie, and it plays uh, with. I those, love like, Billy Wilder, so
0: I'm going to watch those that. Those
3: anxieties. It's a lot like you know his later films, some like it hot.
0: Has, bye, Cora. Bye, Paul. <laughs> They're busy typing that they need to leave. Uh, it, yeah, it, I
2: need it, to get going too. Sorry.
0: No worries. Well, um, no, me too. No worries. Sorry. It's Fine. We will continue to talk uh, All right, bye. Uh, Billy Thank Wilder. You. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you, <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah,
1: thanks, Jesse. You're
0: very welcome. Thank talk to you you later. later. Always. Thank you, yep. yep.
1: Thanks. Bye. Yeah, bye, Paul and Trish.
0: Uh, Billy Wilder has a great movie Yeah, career. he does. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, you, you know, Some Like It Hot is similar because he's... I haven't seen Some Like It Hot. Um, I, I haven't seen most of his films, but, like, the ones that I have seen, they're all gems, yeah. right? So, Five Graves to Cairo? That
3: I haven't seen.
0: That's what... Dude! You gotta see it. It's really good. It's it's very play-like. It's set in the desert of Se- the Sahara. Um, it's a... It's on Quentin Tarantino's list of, you know, great, great oh, wow. movies is um really good it's a war it's a war film it's a mystery kind of um it's uh, the premise is um uh in order to uh conquer uh North Africa Rommel uh, or teams ahead of Rommel have buried five graves in North Africa uh those graves are actually um munitions and uh, fuel dumps so that he can uh, conquer, you know, uh, in a rapid success. He can do blitzkrieg. And so the main character is like a British tank driver who gets lost from his unit, uh, goes to a small sort of uh, desert town and uh, gets ahead of Rommel and pretends to be uh, on, the, on the hotel staff. Um, and it's got Rommel as a character, and it. it's very good. And then Double Indemnity, 1944. My God. Dude. Sunset Boulevard.
3: That's terrific. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, The Apartment. Yeah. The Private Lives of Sherlock Holmes. The Front Page, the 1974 adaptation. I got to see. I just got to. Start watching more Billy Wilder movies. Yeah,
3: he's one of the he's one of the the top directors. But the, the reason I mentioned the movie is because it plays with those anxieties, in, yeah. in a different in like a comedic way. Um, because yeah. you know she she
0: it's very sh- Shakespeare, right? Yeah. Where you got a girl dressed up as a guy, um, and then they, they will they won't they? Well, well that's
3: <laughs> what like Pod is about.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Which
3: is also on a train. And it's about um, a
1: guy dressed up as a woman. But, uh,
0: two yeah. guys. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's two guys yes. dressed up as a woman. Uh, and it looks I, like uh, he wrote a ton of films, and, well, too. One ends up with Marilyn Monroe and one ends up with a guy. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. uh.
1: but, I mean, uh, we had a, there were a lot of uh, there were several German movies in the nineteen fifties about women, young women dressing up as as men and having adventures and uh, some sexual confusion. The most, the best of those mm-hmm. is Beset in if you can find it, watch it. It's brilliant. It's a musical, musical, and mm. it's about a. It's about um, some robbers. They hold up a, a, a coat. What's, what's uh, the title? With an aristocratic lady, and she dresses up as a, she switches uh, clothes with a random random young wandering What's the title darkman. of it? Sorry?
0: What's the title? The
1: Spessard Inn. I'll put it in the chat. Uh, the S- Spessard? The Spessard Inn. That one is brilliant. I think Spessart. it used to be on the Spessard in Germany where Germany where it's set. Right. And there, was, there was also one which about uh, about uh, there were also several about women. These were actually also there were actual cases of women dressing up as men to go to go off to war to fight Napoleon mm-hmm. or something. And they made a few movies. There was one called uh, the Page of Gustav Adolf, which is kind of depressing because she died. It's always the same actress who was kind of boyish who played these roles. Uh, mm. But, but the spessert Inn is really brilliant. It used to be on YouTube but without subtitles.
0: Oh, look for it. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of good movies. There's a lot of bad movies out there, but the, the good news is we got a lot is, of yeah, years it's, old it's movies. Great.
1: It's a great one. It's a great one. One of the best German post-war movies i think. Doesn't really get the credit, but it's a really good one. Um, I think it's 1958 or 59.
0: You are right. It's 58, and it's nice and short. One. It's hour, fairly short.
1: Minutes. Yes, it's fairly short, and it has uh, and it has lots of new. It's it's also really interesting because it's the story is narrated. Via a uh, ballad, uh, there's a wandering balladier who sort of tells the stories. This was a really common device in 1950s German cinema that they used uh, balladiers <laughs> to tell stories. Also, in contemporary movies, did this, and it sort of died off because uh, it mm. was it turned out it was always the same guys, a comedy duo who were doing this, who were playing these roles, and one of them died, and so mm. they, they were broken up. But yes. um, it's really—it's a very, very well-made movie. It's got great music, great, uh, great actors, uh, excellent acting, and it's just very, very good.
3: So, Ballard, uh, do you think he picked that name because of J.G. Ballard, or is that just a coincidence?
0: <sighs> the names are terrible. Box, that's a fucking terrible yeah. name. right? The only reason that name works at all... Is be- in the movie they made him a little bit boxy. Right? <laughs> okay, um, the only reason it works at all is because it's a three-letter name with a G uh, zero uh, an O in the middle, right? God, box. It's terrible. Yeah. It's a fucking terrible name. Ballard is doesn't make sense. It's not very JG Ballard like, right? Um, what does Ballard have to do with uh, you know living a double lifetime? It's stupid. Um, I-, I think they wrote this really quickly. And they didn't say we need to make this coherent. Mm -hmm. Um, Despite that, you know, it's got lots of good stuff in. But it's one of the worst uh, novels of the period that I've read.
1: Yeah, I I kept. Um, uh, You obviously haven't read the from the same year that one is. uh, And
0: uh, no, you know, uh, one thing I I didn't say about this that I think is true is that it's very new wave, and I think the the things that I hate about the new wave are this (laughs) like that, you know, the experimental style I like, Mm -hmm. but it's bad because most of the times experiments are, you know, they're not, what makes the film superior is it's doing Plato's Republic, the part of Plato's Republic where he says the myth of the cave, you know, imagine this and then you come out that fixes the problem with the book, which is, it's not that. It doesn't have anything. It just has a premise and then a series of scenes. And some of those scenes make you say, wow, they could have done something with this. Uh, you know, it's full of sparky ideas, but it's just not coherent. Suspect- and, and none of the ideas are fulfill fully explored. Whereas I feel, I feel like the film does fully explore some, uh, some wouldn't of the ideas. I would
1: remember the book if it hadn't been, if not for the movie. The book would probably be uh, yeah. forgotten if not for the movie. It's remembered because it was movie. Oh, I agree. New, because of really. the movie. And it, it is uh, very. No, uh, it's, it's, Science fiction It is very new wave. It has a lot of the mm-hmm. problems of the new wave. It's not the. Uh, I mean. Uh, but a that Silverberg book it, we did recently v- text, but it's not as bad is way as better as a now.
0: book. Right? As a book, it's way better. Yeah. It's the Silverberg of the same period. Because it's coherent, he thought through the ideas, he worked the ideas, the comic book changes some of those things for its detriment, right? Because he was thinking better than the people who did the the adaptation. The adaptation, they gotta change it, okay, that's fine. They fucked it up. They fucked it up a little bit. Whereas in the film, it's not usually the case that the film fixes problems that the book... Has. And that's literally why it's a good movie, even though it's kind of boring for about 40, 45, to 60 minutes.
3: You know? <laughs>
0: Which is bad.
3: There's this attitude about adaptations today, uh, probably 21st century, where they have to follow the book exactly. But that wasn't the case for most of Hollywood. Uh, most of Hollywood adaptations had very, very little to do with the book. Like most Hemingway adaptations, like, of short stories, they, they either start mm. where the story ends. Yeah, you
0: can't adapt them, you really. Know, they, yeah. They'll start
3: where the story ends, or they'll right. put like a thing before the story and have the story be the ending, or they'll just take the characters and run off in some other direction. They're, they're like
0: real. What was that Will Smith movie that they, they did two different endings for the Richard Matheson book? I, I Am Legend. Um, I Am Legend, right? So, the, the only thing that's faithful about that. Is the title, <laughs> right? And then they said, you know what the legend is? When I read that book the first time, uh, I'd seen the Charlton Heston adaptation. I, I may have, I, I may have seen the Vincent Price one. It doesn't matter. Uh, I, I read the book and I'm like, oh my God, his cleverness at the end where we understand what the, I am legend means finally is why that book works. You know, it's also interesting and he's, he's a weirdo too. Um, uh, one of his, the, have you read The Incredible Shrinking Man? I've seen the
3: movie. I haven't read it. Oh, Only a movie.
0: Okay. So one of the things that happens in that book that's so horrific, it's, it's almost, it's, it's as horrific or it's probably more horrific than what we see in this book with the kids being sexualized. As he's shrinking, right? He gets a ride from like a trucker who's like a pedophile. <laughs> and the thing is, is, uh, he, he, you know, wants to get away from this pedophile who thinks he's a, a child because of his size, but there's no consequence to it. Like, he gets out of the truck and he's like, Oh, that's, I'm glad that's over. And not even that much line about it. It's just sort of like, Oh, standard truckers, half of them are pedophiles. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> so the problem is. He took the idea. That book is not a good book, and the reason it's not a good book is he took the idea: what would happen if you start shrinking? <laughs> and he just thought all all about that, and he came up with every way that it could be bad. <laughs> right? First of all, your your shoes don't fit. Then your wife doesn't starts treating you like a child. Then a truck driver <laughs> wants to molest you, and then a cat <laughs> is going to eat you. And then, uh, you shrink down into, uh, between the size of atoms, you know, becomes the Ant-Man world or whatever. So like, the, it's a bad book because the idea is only every kind of exploration of the, what would happen if you literally started shrinking. There's no metaphor at all. It's just like literally what would happen if you started shrinking. Well, and the explanation for it is, you know, chemicals. <laughs>
3: well, but the movie a, is all metaphor.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. A me- I mean, metaphor is why we, we should. That's why science fiction is a superior genre to paint place, right? It's just superior because it ha, it's all metaphor. And if it isn't, you say this is a hard, like, what makes, um, what makes, uh, say, Ringworld a good book is, is not that it's a metaphor right? It's not a metaphor at all. It's like, what would happen if you're a carnivore? What would happen if you're a herbivore? What would happen if you built a giant ring around a star? And then you go see those things, and you say, yep, that's what that would be like. <laughs> but it has so many of those sparky ideas. What would happen if you lived to be 200 years old? You'd be bored. You'd be dying your skin yellow and wearing uh, uh, old-fashioned robes, and you know you'd travel around the world. Like, it's a. Di- it, it's not metaphor, but almost everything in science fiction is really Star Trek's all metaphor. There's no like hard SF elements, it, it, and where they touch them, um, like in the Galileo Seven, well, that's uh, that is actually hard SF, but we don't think of it that way. We just start uh, talking about Star, uh, Spock and Kirk and how with the right, you know, it's an ethical dilemma or something. But generally, it's it's all metaphor. You know, it's the black on one side of his face, white on the other side of his face, sort of thing. So, yeah, this book is a hodgepodge of of good scenes, uh, kind of cool idea at the beginning, and lots of unfulfilled promises.
3: Yeah. I think. And it, it ultimately just makes it boring. Because you realize at some point that there's not going to be any consequence to this scene, that there's going to be another scene that's going to happen right after it, and it will be.
0: A I, w- I, kept, I kept faith out for an ending that would work, and it didn't. It, it's bad.
3: Well, also that the idea of like they have rocket ships and they have space stations.
0: A space station around Mars is your sanctuary. Yeah. Fucking terrible! <laughs> terrible.
3: Well, uh, this is a holiday weekend, so I'm gonna head mm-hmm. off a little early here.
0: Um, gonna go for a walk with your stolen dog.
3: I <laughs> will have to steal a dog first.
0: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, walk around with a leash, calling, calling for your rover, and maybe one will come. Yeah, but uh, it's uh,
3: it's been good. It's been interesting. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: All right, I'm going to look at the schedule and see what you're up oh, for wait, next. Oh, what am I, I even thought. That's a good question. Uh, Logan's Run was today. Shakespeare's Planet is next week. You are on for that. Cool. Um, I'll need to get the uh, audiobook. Uh, don't worry. I will process it. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will send it probably later today. Sure,
3: and then what do you have coming up after that?
0: Invitation to the Game by Monica Hughes. That is a short um, wait, what, what is- VR novel. It's Invitation to the Game.
3: I don't know this at all. I have
0: no Yeah, idea. so Monica Hughes It was a Canadian uh, science fiction writer of YA. Uh, I want to say in the 70s and 80s. I read a couple of her books when I was a kid and I am like, man, this is what I like. I like this science fiction stuff. Um, she was the my, only first one that's science, available. my first
1: science fiction. My first science fiction novel was a Monica Hughes novel, but not Invitation yeah, to the though,
0: Game. I think my, the first one I read, I've never read Invitation to the Game, I don't think, but um, the first one I read, I think was crisis on con shelf 10, which may have been a sequel to, there's one where it's set in uh, a, a kid like moves to an underwater city. And then I think the next one, that same kid moves to the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parents get jobs on the moon mm-hmm. or underwater city and they have friends <laughs> down there and they live, uh, or in space or whatever. So, uh, I remember them being quite good. First, and was this is a, an easy slide. Yeah, keep her, that ISIS series is uh, shows up, but the only audio available of any of her books seems to be of of this one, so that's what we're going with. Um, it's got three point eight on Goodreads, but yeah, she's sort of forgotten. I I think because um because of her being associated with YA.
3: Yeah, I'm not so interested in YA to be honest.
0: It says, I'll, I'll read the description here. Book is a hard SF dystopian novel set in 2154, a time when machines and robots perform most jobs. Children go to government schools. Because of this, very few people are employed, with many people living on a social welfare support system. Unemployed people have nothing to look forward to except various illicit drugs. Some have formed gangs. So kind of similar to what we have here. Uh, so, uh, you know, th- that whole section with the d- w- juvenile delinquents in the movie didn't make any sense, right? I, I wanted to find it like I was curious about it. it. doesn't make any sense in this book either, right? The same thing. Uh, it just, uh, in the book doesn't make sense because it's never explored. It's just mentioned. Like, oh, maybe there could be ju- YA, juvenile delinquents. Okay, let's hang out with them. Let's understand their philosophy. No, Logan just, you know, yells at the kid and says, you're going to be old soon.
3: Well, here's here's what I thought. Like reading reading the book, uh, when they got to the uh, what was it, the penitentiary in the snow, um, and everybody was like fighting. I thought, oh, I get it. First, it's a society that's too organized, and then a completely anarchist society to show mm. how like both extremes are bad. But we didn't mm. get that. Like the idea was no. kind of there, but then it was never explored again. It was just
0: like... Yeah, know. it's almost picking uh, little things out of a hat and saying, okay, this is your chapter now. Yeah. You write this. It's not great. So I, I don't know if invitations to the game is going to be excellent, but I expect it to be at least good because she, she did wow me when I was a kid. Uh, mind you, I was wowed by, apparently in grade 6, I, I have a, like, an old report uh, from the teacher saying, Jesse is obsessed with... Uh, what's the What's the book with a, a flying horse. Uh, got turned into an Oprah Winf- Winf- Winfrey movie that... Um, that. Um, um, uh, 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 Wrinkle in Time, uh, is that it? Wrinkle in Time, yeah. So apparently I was obsessed with Wrinkle in Time. Uh-huh.
1: Which I've never read. Six.
0: And uh, well, apparently you know I loved because it.
1: Because I'm not the, no longer a target audience. Well, I'm going to mm-hmm. be back in a second. I'll just... Be back. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't
0: I didn't watch the movie but apparently it's it's like Rotten Tomatoes at okay. 42%, so <laughs> I I do I think I did get the the graphic novel um somewhere on my shelf, you know, they did like a tie into the movie ad- adaptation of the book, but I haven't had a reason to crack that open. 26% audience score. How do they fuck things up so bad.
1: I remember it getting so many, a lot of hype uh, beforehand because Oprah Winfrey was in it and so on, and then it sort of just fizzled out and vanished.
0: Yeah. It, was yeah. So- it seems the plot of the movie, or the book, of the book seems to be like quasi-fantasy, quasi-science fiction. It um, says young adult science fantasy, right? But I don't remember it other than being wowed by it. And you know the teacher writing down that Jesse was obsessed with it.
1: At least you got to read but something like that. We never got anything good. We had to read stuff like about um, oh yeah something about a gang of 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 kids in some kind of uh, of working class yeah. uh, class area. Yeah, and, we yeah no
0: that that, sort of those, those those are actually good books, books too. But that
1: sort of crap. It was all
0: yeah. It's called uh, the Outsiders. The, the Outsiders um, and I read that in school. Yeah and yeah everybody had to, and the uh, rumble fish and there was another one you too. know i she 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 actually wrote some good books, but there i uh, I don't like being mandated to read only what this school tells me
3: you know i uh maybe 2009 i was invited to a reading in a public library and you know mm-hmm. i was talking to a librarian and like i mentioned like you know the outsiders and whatever i don't remember why mm-hmm. but she said like oh we we don't read that anymore i said we don't uh but right. uh, that was like required reading she said well the world's changed and we don't read that anymore <laughs> um yeah, She was a huge fan of Drag, squee- uh, drag Queen Story hours. She loved it. She thought it was like the yeah. best thing. But like this outsider's book. My yeah.
0: student said to me the other day, uh, I get the sense that they're trying to hide World War II from us. That's what my student really? said to me the other day. I'm like, <laughs> okay. oh, my God, it's probably true.
3: Uh, right, because uh, like, I, I, young I, people don't know who the like opposing forces and like they don't know about World War II. They don't know about like the Allies and the
0: Axis. And, you know. Yeah, no, they don't. Very, not being very difficult
1: it. to do if you live in Germany because it's uh, Sometimes you think history classes all World War II I mean, there's other history too, but um, basically you cycle cycle from World War One, One Weimar. Sometimes usually gets a German Second German Empire. World War One, Weimar Republic, World War Two, rinse and repeat. Sometimes they also go back, back to the French Revolution, but they usually skip that one. So, yeah, you hear it in a lot, and also not just in history class, but you also get world, you also get to get it in other classes. So, yeah, it's the you, and of course, there are commemorations and so on on TV. It's also, I think it's important, you should obviously know it, but, um, but uh, my problem was more like history abruptly stopped in 1945 and no one would tell you what happened afterwards and, what and how we got from 1945 to the, to the 1980s. Uh, 80s. And if you ask questions... You
0: I know. think we can all agree that school is terrible and should be abolished, <laughs> yeah. right? No, not
1: abolished, but uh, reformed. Let's say reformed. Well, but there's many. No,
0: No, you can't fix it. It's an institution. I'm an excellent teacher, but I spend so much of my time trying to fix problems and they're unfixable because, like, most of the time, like, I had a, yesterday I had a student call me. He's at university now. And he's like, uh, do you have time? And I'm like, yeah, sure, 15 minutes. And so we did a two-hour class. Just at one of the things he said about his teacher was he says, the teacher says to the class, your, your English is probably better than mine. <laughs> That's what he said to them. <laughs> right? And then he gave them a recipe for what they need to do for their for their project, which is an essay, but it's very, you know, formalized and certain things have to be answered. And like, yeah, this is terrible. This is terrible. But you do want that high mark. So this is what I spend most of my time like fixing problems generated by schools. And then there's this other part where like, you know, the parent just says, I want my kid to, you know, get some tutoring. No specifics other than that. Man, we can do so much. We can learn so much together. And it's just the opposite of, uh, of school because school is, it's babysitting and, and generating problems. And then there's the occasional thing where, you know, there's a good teacher who has, you know, no, uh, you know, good principal and, uh, there's no like psychotic, uh, interference from the local, you know school council or the government and that's that's the exception right like when when you when you like being in the class during during the lunch hour with the teacher and you hate being in the class during the actual you know it's not because of the the uh, you know school needs to be reformed it's the school proper it's like prison should we abolish it yes we should um how are we going to solve our problems uh exile <laughs> Right? Put them on an island like we did in, you know, Escape from New York. Okay. It's not the greatest solution. I agree with you. But, uh, as it is, it doesn't reform anybody and just punishes them and it's very expensive. It turns into an industry. You know, there's all sorts of problems. So uh, we can learn a lot, especially on our own. If we have tutors, that's even better. But honestly, school is so fucking bad and universities are starting to get even worse. Like it the was pretty good when was I was. Going pretty good for me. I went to. It, it was a lot better than school, but it's getting a lot worse. I, I it's
1: getting more period. like school now.
0: That's a problem. What are you saying? Jonathan? Uh, I,
3: I graduated from uh, a top Jesuit university, so I have a, a really good classical education. I think, but it didn't really mm-hmm. do me any good. Uh, like I rem- like practice any like, like wolf uh, uh, life. Good? Like, practically, like, pragmatically, like, career-wise.
0: Okay. Like, I yeah, yeah. remember, well, like... That's that's typically what they're saying school is for now, yeah. is to help your career. But,
3: I mean, I went to uh, the guidance counselor, uh, you know, you know <laughs> senior, and, you know, I'm going to graduate soon. I should be starting to think about, like, a job. So they, like, mm. have me, like... Su- they, they, so they sit me down in front of the computer. They have me register to Monster. They said, "What should your password to Monster be? What should your username to Monster be?" Okay, you know, Monster. It was like a job search website. Um, okay. And you know, okay, you log in. These are the they're gaps. treating
0: you like a six-year-old, is yeah, what I'm hearing. Like,
3: like, and then you, you know, you jo- you log in. You look at the jobs on Monster, and they're all like, you know, like, uh, like secretarial or whatever, like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it it was just, there was nothing like, but like I do, I did read like Plato and shit, you know, I I know what you're talking about when you mentioned Plato's Republic.
0: uh, Yeah. And everybody should be taught that. I teach all my students, all that stuff as, as much time as I can get in between their, you know, whatever assignments they're sometimes given. I've been, like, like, I, I, have been, I've been wondering. I think one of my students is using Chat GPT to prep for the stuff for that she wants me to check. I'm like, okay, let's go through this line by line and fix it all up. Cause she didn't write it, right? So she's either copying it from someone else or it's uh, Chat GPT or someone else gave her a Chat GPT style of writing. And we go through line by line. Um, fixing it up. And I'm teaching her the skills of like how to, you know, make, make something that's not hers hers, right? You say, I mean, which is what we do. We read a book and we say, huh, that part was really interesting. And then you tell somebody about it. It's, it's yours now as much as it could be. You, you should credit the author, uh, the original author if you can. Shakespeare wrote that. Plato wrote that. You don't say, uh, I, George Clayton Johnson, have come up with this myth of the cave. No one else has ever, right? You don't do that. But, uh, it's, it does help you because if you don't have the myth of the cave in your head walking around on the streets, you can't, you can't live properly. That's why the Matrix was a huge hit. Right? It's cause it's the fucking Plato's myth of the cave. That's all it is. <laughs> You need it. You need it in your life. You need this concept.
1: Yeah, but it's no longer taught. All even when I was at school, at school we no longer. Yeah. I had to read all of the the classic mythology. Well, I took I it on My so, own. Yeah. It. We weren't taught yeah. those. We weren't taught those. We were taught about ancient Greece, but we were. I think we were also probably they mentioned Plato, but it wasn't. Uh, but um, basically, we were taught about. Oh, they had this. Uh, this is how their democracy worked and all they had a few wars, mm-hmm. and oh, yes, they had slaves. They're what slaves. Were was the, part, the funny line about slavery about
0: socrates socrates was cyber bullied into s- killing himself he yeah, yeah. said that the other day and it's like yeah that's exact that's actually literally what happened yeah, right they cyber bullied him into drinking hemlock cyber
1: bullying, yes.
0: yeah whoever came up <laughs> that, with that, that yeah, exactly you nailed again. it I mean, oh okay I was uh, I, I, i'm not crediting jonathan until now Jonathan, that was really that clever, because it's uh, true. That
3: was after... Well, it was after one of the shows. Uh, and uh, we were mm-hmm. talking about the internet, and I was ranting and raving about how much I hated the internet, and I was talking about uh, Christian Western yeah.
0: Chandler and compared him to Socrates. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know who the Western Chandler person is, but uh, yeah, I, I use Twitter as like a way to send files to people and enjoy myself making jokes and stuff. <laughs> I think people use it wrong. I see Paul very... You know, po- political. Uh, you know, doing penance tweets for being political. <laughs> it's like, I think you're using the internet wrong. Don't read. Don't read about what the Republicans are doing this week. That's not going to help you. Uh, you know, no. just just use it to show the your pictures. The problem is and if
1: all if all the shit, videos like, uh, the party you don't like. For me, it's a Green Party. I really hate hate our Green yeah, yeah. Party party. Even though I'm um, I'm probably in alignment with maybe fifty, but they're so. Yeah, really, really terrible. They're they're trying to force, uh, they're basically trying to tell all of us how to live. And if you don't live like they Mm -hmm. do, then you're a bad person. Person. And I I fucking hate them. And uh, this is a and um, it's really depressing. But basically, my Twitter is maybe well, ten percent political stuff. It's usually German political stuff, so no one cares.
0: I notice every once in a while you lock the comments. Yeah, so that's uh, because anything.
1: I don't want, uh, want German randos uh, screaming at me that I'm a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible Nazi because I disagree with this or that green policy
0: or want this or that. We don't know what Nazis are anymore uh, because we're not allowed to talk about them in school. Some so
1: people <laughs> like everybody who's not. Not one hundred percent on board with the Green Party line is probably yeah. some kind of far Oh, yeah, was still for the Yeah, they're trying. Uh, the there's
0: system. a story about uh, Roger Waters. Try- they're trying to cancel him. They've uh, been they, trying to cancel they, they, him for it was a while. it's really,
1: but... really, really, quite aggressive. That the house went oh. after him. After uh, him. Yes, he, knows he that the swastika
3: is illegal in Germany. It's nothing now. It's He's gone. not. He's not even wearing. He's
1: not he even wearing a, a swastika. Because I wanted him gone. It's just, it's just because swastika. Yeah, just, you can't it's a parody. One or only in very difficult in very certain situations. If you make a movie about the nazis and the nazis are evil and it's a serious yeah. movie, no uh, no slaughtering nazis then you can wear swastika and you can also deck out whole streets in girl it's I think to so, the city which still know. suffers a lot that they have they take regular wake up, up and everything's full of lazy flats because is shooting a movie there. Mm-hmm.
3: But they also cut them out of a lot of German releases of movies
0: and video games. Uh, video games How about all the Wolfenstein the movie's games? Movies,
1: not so much. It's video games.
0: Wolfenstein doesn't have the swastika, it has uh, like a eagle. In, st- in place of the swastika. Yeah, it's
1: because video games. Because we can't depict the
0: art. assassination of... We can't depict the assassination of Adolf Hitler in this computer game, because <laughs> we can depict the, uh, Hitler, but he can't wear the swastika. He can have the little mustache. He can have the hat, but he can't have the swastika armband. Yeah,
1: it's uh, because, it's rules. because uh, there's only... You can only have an, there's only an art exception. It must be serious art, and video games, and also comics don't count as art, which is why... Or even even some kind of trashy uh, trashy thriller novel with a Swastika on the cover. You can't get it uh, published or sold in Germany. I actually have a few books with a Swastika on the cover, but they were imported paperbacks I bought somewhere abroad and took home. Otherwise, you couldn't get. And I was kind of uh, kind of scared that someone would confiscate them at the airport. So I There's a fun in, uh, uh, YouTube it's, channel. It's a you can oh, it doesn't I'm, I'm perfectly fine with no one with people not being allowed to wear swastikas on the street because I don't want it. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> but if uh, if for example, anti-Nazi stuff cartoons are banned, suddenly, or we video games about killing Nazis. It's kind of silly,
0: silly because um, there's a YouTube channel. Um, a guy, oh, there it is, uh, Mark Felton. He he does like it's mostly World War Two stuff. Um, and he, he just like digs and digs and digs and digs, and he comes up with really interesting little pieces that are perfect for YouTube. So this is a good one. It's called Hitler's Jewish Daughter. There's quotation marks around it. Um, so this is a story of like there was a little girl in the 1930s oh, yes, whose father was the father was dead, um, died somehow. Um, she was half Jewish or quarter Jewish, and uh, mom kept bringing, uh, you know, kept bringing them to visit um and so hitler's like i like little ch-, and like i don't know how creepy his uh i don't think he was super pedophilic but uh he liked this little girl and the mom and you know he's the head of the country and eventually like Bormann or one of the other secretaries like you have to stop coming here because yeah. your kid's jewish and that you know that's bad so like the more you look into the grant, like if you look at the overall scheme, like you say Nazi's bad, right? And then there's like all these weird situations where every once in a while, like that doesn't fit my my ideology <laughs> because you've you've brought painted with such a broad brush. I'm not saying Hitler's good or uh, or anything like that. What I'm saying is like People when you find out him. like,
1: he, they are still. I mean, they're probably, most of them probably dead now. But he was, he was nice to his dog until he quite killed quite it. A lot of you know. <laughs> people alive who knew Hitler personally. children yeah. of uh, of associated secretary um, bodyguard and so on. And most of them said he was in person was a that he was a, a very that they liked him. He wasn't. He was, apparently was a really nice, per, nice to talk to in person, and he, otherwise he was absolutely terrible. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> well, see, this is the same thing, right? Yeah, if you want to go hang Obama out with Obama, Obama, you know, he'd be fine to go to a barbecue with. You have a smoke, you know, together while you barbecue, and it'll be fine. Meanwhile, he's dro- he's droning weddings, killing lots of children and, and kids and unrelated people, right? So uh, we can we can sort of like go into the details. But I was actually like, I was more interested like when the when the Nazis have like invaded a place, right? They they also say, you know, let's make an SS unit out of these Frenchmen, right? So Frenchmen start joining. And then, like, they go over here, this country. They had, like, an American legion of, uh, like, ex-captured uh, soldiers to say, you know, you want to get out of this this concentration camp? Join the SS. Fight on our side, right? And it's like, oh, yeah, of course they did that. Because they're short on manpower and it's free soldiers, right? So, of course they did that. And they did that, like, in Russia. They did it everywhere they went. And it's like, none of these details come out in, in the broad brush.
1: A lot of... Uh, of, of well, particular, they, didn't particular they didn't have particular to recruit Ukraine very hard like in Ukraine. So they, they thought, yes. okay, we're probably better off was the, the Germans.
0: Yes. Yeah, they didn't... Uh, Which the, is not something the reports, anybody
1: wants to remember. The reports on
0: about Bandera about are about like, the SS guys are saying this guy's too hardcore for us. <laughs> it's not good. But yeah, uh, so it's just really interesting. When you take away the ability to talk about something, you take away... Um, yeah, like there's another Mark Felton, right? Hitler's Jewish Soldiers. It's just a list. Like this famous image of uh, the ideal German soldier shows up on a magazine. He's Jewish, right? Like that's weird. There were a lot of so uh,
1: there were quite a few. They have to prov they have to to, propaganda they have to wipe that out. They, they had forged papers or they did. get special course, permission they, yeah, they, they or joined the, yeah. they joined the army because they were fairly yeah, safe it's, there. It's, yeah it's it's a story about you if you're not allowed to talk about this that's there was when a,
0: there
3: was you miss the details industry in Nazi Germany of forging people's uh, papers and no doubt America, no you know, doubt I'm not jewish or whatever um, yeah you had to yeah. you had it's, to
1: otherwise you were even if it was just the grandmother you weren't trouble. Yeah. my yep. great great Grandmother had a, had a Jewish name, name. She was called Isidora Weiss. Weiss. She was my, and the woman was born sometime in the 1860s, 1870s in what is now France. It was, uh, it's a, uh, it's footballed around between France and Germany. Germany, it's now France, And, uh, and, um, when my grandmother and grandfather wanted to get married, they had, they got in trouble because my, the grandmother of my, my grandmother, so my great grandmother, she might have been Jewish and uh, they got some papers from, signed by some kind of French mayor that this woman was, uh, this woman is baptized with single I don't know what she actually was. I have now, I suspect these people were converts, but probably in response to anti-Semitism in, in France at the time time But, um, mm-hmm. she was, uh, and th- she caused trouble. We still have these papers, or my, my parents have them somewhere, because my grandmother gave them, when she died, she gave them to my mother and said, keep this in case you need it again. again that we, mm. that, so they had to prove that the, wow. this woman was not you. <laughs>
0: You're still hanging on to it in case you need it again. That's not a good yeah, sign. That's
1: really, I, I always think that's the most depressing thing that this woman who died in my my, grand, my, my biological grandmother, I didn't know if she died in 1968. Mm. But she gave them to my mother and said, yes, so this was more than 20 years after the war. And she still said, okay, keep them in case you need them again, in case you need to prove you're not Jewish. That's crazy shit. And I still have no idea if the woman really was Jewish or not. Uh, All I have is a piece of paper that says she was baptized.
0: Yep. it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, I'm against censorship. I'm against comic code authorities.
1: Yeah, and I'm leaving now because I'm, I'm hungry. It's 8, 8 p.m. and I need I to get have it. dinner. Wow.
0: And uh, Jonathan has to go steal a dog. Yeah, okay. All right.
1: Lovely talk. Love you, 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 Jesse, and nice meeting yeah. you, Jonathan. It was good meeting
0: you, too. It was good meeting you, too. Oh, is this the first time you were on together? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Uh, so
1: okay. I, I, I recognize your name because I've seen your books around place.
0: So. Yeah, he's got great covers on his books. Yeah, uh, I've really, really the audiobooks. Yeah, you know, They're
1: uh, fun covers. I've, night I've, night I've night. noticed your books at any rate. My name is the
3: German name for the Vistula River in Poland. Yes, it's a mm.
1: Weichsel, it's a river. Yeah, It's now in Poland. It's now in Poland, I think. Or yes, at, it's, any late, Poland. it's no longer German, but it
3: used when, to be. When, it, when it was German, it was called the Weichsel River, and if mm. it ever becomes German again, It'll be called the White soldier.
0: River <laughs> when it becomes you know, German again. Yeah.
1: I don't think yeah. it, will be, it will become German again anytime soon, in spite of some people sort of wanting that part. I don't know. Things are really shaking up in, in Europe.
3: Yeah, Things are really unstable. Yeah, and
1: but who knows
3: where the chips will fall?
1: I mean, okay, maybe we get uh, get uh, Eastern Prussia and uh, what's now Kaliningrad and used to be Königsberg back. Not sure if we really
0: want it. But uh, holy shit. That would fuck things up. I mean, if if that happened, like, it, it, how do you get all those Russians to move out? Yeah,
1: uh, not um, easy, right? We have two million Russians, and we have, and we have, and we have no, we have one million. No, no, seems two. So we have two million Russians in Germany living in Germany anyway. Well, it was, that's no, not the same the thing, though. That's not the same, million, you know. Then.
0: You probably got, yeah, but that's not the same thing yeah, at all, right? It's
1: not the sort of Russians, but I mean, a lot of our Russians. It's, it's much
0: more of an Israel Palestine situation yeah. than, I, I mean, not as long term a, a thing, but uh, nation states, um, they're a new thing compared to that thing, and Kaliningrad is. Yeah, but is, I, I don't want it. I don't, I don't
1: really want any of Who, who is even don't alive don't know, who used, don't used don't to live
0: there who was in Germany? Who is – is there anybody who is alive today that was ever alive as a German born in Kalingrad? There
1: still are. I mean, uh, it's uh, – Are there? The, uh, the, the, 1940s, the There still so. are people alive who were, who were born in Eastern Prussia or Silesia. They're dying. <laughs> no. I no, they weren't alive. born in Prussia. But there still are a few.
0: That's not possible. Prussia hasn't existed as a as yeah, a nation. Yeah, but, uh,
1: but I mean uh, the region now called Eastern Prussia or yeah, but that's or not other, the same thing. Or Silesia and a couple of others. is still upkeep up life. 1944. Born there, born there and had to leave a small children. I mean, my mom is All she right. wasn't. Born, let's look at the let's was, look at the
0: uh, number here. But
1: um, her, my grandfather was sent uh, sent to work there, and so they lived in. And it was called. It's not a famous one. It's called Nida Lausitz. That's uh, seventy nine. Yeah, so Polish. if you were born,
0: she's still alive. if you're eighty five, you you, you might be able, able to remember being born in Kaliningrad, right? If because it's nineteen forty four, it happened, right? That it, there's a giant evacuation. Russians move in, and they just my, occupy uh, an empty my city. My aunt,
1: but she she died last year. But uh, my yeah. aunt, she was born in nineteen thirty four, and. Uh, she lived in, not in Kalining, but she lived in the area. It was a small, she was, it was a small town. And she was, ev- she remembers being evacuated over the Baltic Sea. She very narrowly missed getting on the William Bush
0: Yeah, but I, you're not, like, going to have anybody of breeding age who or fighting age who's going to go back. there. I remember Kaliningrad. Let's get it back. That's not, like, going to happen, children, right? It
1: won't happen. They, they, they kept these, they, they used to, still used to have meetings well into the 2000s of all these, I think, like, okay, these people were children. But children, when they were, they, but there still was this, oh, my old home. Also, a lot of, even the people who were children, they still visited the area, but I don't think anybody really wants it back now. I, I certainly don't. I (laughs) I, I never liked these people. I always kind of trolling. I, I like trolling them. They, they get really upset if you say it's, if you say Kaliningrad instead of Königsberg. They get upset, upset if you do that. And I sometimes troll them because, uh, because, well, they were kind of, uh, they were kind of, but, uh, there still are people alive who remember living them being born they're trolling daily, oh, the elderly in 80s and 90s
0: but they're still <laughs> or daily activity trolling the elderly there's
3: historical memory and there's nostalgia for things that existed before you were born this is in every country okay
0: ever. but are you going to really going fi- to you going going to put your life on the line you know take it back streets the- come on I mean I'm sure that some idiot will want to do it but that's not an army Right. It, it it might it might be like a secondary goal you say to grandkids of of people who are there who is like vaguely I vaguely remember that <laughs> like a memberberry sort of uh, additional thing on a war. But no, uh, I think that one. I think that story's done.
1: Uh, I think. It, but they they actually kept the memory artificially alive for a long time. For example. In a lot of um, a lot of uh, a lot of um, post-war war housing estates and so on, they have streets named after streets in uh, in uh, sure. Eastern Prussia and Silesia and so on. So you have Königsberger Straße and uh, and all sorts of uh, yeah, but, uh, um, uh,
0: people living in New York don't know that there's an old York, right? So it doesn't really it doesn't translate you know, no, nobody nobody uh, <laughs> who's walking the streets of New York is is nostalgic for York. No, uh, it's just know a it name exists. now.
1: It's just a name. But, uh, yes. also, it has uh, no meaning. I remember actually, and it was covered up fairly late. There was still a map of lost eastern Prussia or something on the wall of a random house in the city. And, mm. and I think someone um, it was a random random Victorian house and they, someone had put this line, map of lost eastern Prussia or something up, and then Someone, then a, a bike shop, bicycle shop bought this house and they, they restored everything and covered it up. And there was another, there was another one. I think they still have these, it says Eastern Prussia and so on. And you have the Eastern Prussia the, memorial bench and they had meetings. They, this was still a thing well into the 1980s, 90s, but now all the people who actually actively remember mostly have died off and you still have a... 04
0: percent so. of the population of, of, of Kalingrad. Is German yeah, 04 percent? Yeah, because uh,
1: they all, uh, they all, um, they all escaped, They all fled. and the ones who didn't fled yeah. were kicked out or killed.
0: There's more Armenians there than there are, like by double. <laughs> so it's not like you know, it's not like there's a, a massive upsurge going to suddenly happen. Also,
1: uh, so, uh, they could let's... also they got they emigrated. It was there was quite yeah. a lot of. German, ethnic Germans in Russia who emigrated, who, who went to Russia to escape a military service in Germany under Catherine the Great and their descendants came back in the 1990s to Germany. Yes. So we have a lot of Russian pe- people and Russian, well, we call them Russland Deutsche, Russian Germans, because they are, they are basically Russians, but they have German ancestry and they were mm-hmm. and they were sort of a uh, Led uh, sort of uh, led back into the country as a as sort of lost lost countrymen, and they're basic. My neighbors are, are some of these these people. They're very really nice people, but they're they're Russians Russians whose great 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 grandparents were German. It's kind of weird, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, um one of
3: Hitler's policies. I don't know the German name for it, but the in English it would be translated as something like more room for Germans.
1: What yeah, um, uh,
0: Lebensraum.
3: Lebensraum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Volk, there was folk and there was a lot of these things. That he basically said we didn't have
0: programs. Yeah, yeah and
1: the spaces in the east.
0: Breathing room. Yeah,
1: the we German need more people. space for our people and the spaces in the yeah, east. And
0: the
3: spaces the surrounding countries. He was colonizing the east. Yeah. 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 Um, so
1: he wasn't it, trying to colonize the west, which I never quite understood because I thought like, why aren't you not trying Because they're, to they're the natural. They're on, on the, the same the team.
0: He was anti-Slav. There's there a lot of anti-Slav. In the United States, too, right? Like, the, 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 the obsession and hate for Russia is, is, is not... This isn't the first time. I this find is, it disturbing
1: is, how quickly they fell back into this uh, cold war crack.
0: It's pathological. Yeah. It's absolutely pathological. And it, if you were saying it about any other ethnic group, people would be calling you racist. When they do it about Russians, it's never is never thought that way by these these psychopaths. Yeah, I find it
1: very very it disturbing. It is insane. Left also people I thought of left as progressive left being suddenly the Oh, the Russians are evil. Was like as if you swish, all, 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 all the people who were who were who were Russians um, two years ago and suddenly are Ukrainians. And they often said they were Russians. Mostly they were Jewish or something, but. Uh, They said, oh, I'm Russian, oh, my grandparents were Russian views, and suddenly they're Ukrainian views. They probably are, but it's still... I find it kind of disturbing that everybody immediately bought into this, oh, the evil Russian thing again. Into which I didn't buy in the 1980s. Probably because I'd met Russians and knew they weren't evil, they were just people.
0: Yep. So, strangely, they're humans who like to eat (laughs) food and pet dogs and go for walks and dance yeah,
3: the united states <laughs> actually had really good relations with uh russia under the czars it wasn't until the the communist yeah, revolution no
0: it, it, it triggered the it, absolutely the revolution uh, it, but it's not the communist revolution any kind of revolution triggers triggers the people in power so uh, i i was telling my student about uh you know, if you want to understand World War Two, yeah, you have to do World War One. I'm, and I'm increasingly of the opinion that World War One is actually World War Two, and that the, <laughs> the, the war against Napoleon was World War One because it's 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 as almost as big, yeah. right? It, it's happening involved. in North America, it's happening in uh, Africa, it's happening in Europe. Everybody's involved: the Russians, the uh, Prussians, we have the, 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 the French, the
1: Völkerschlacht, the, the in Mexico, Völkerschlacht, <laughs> in, in Leipzig, outside. Well, we it's, outside
0: it's at sea, it's on land, it's in the air, <laughs> it's everywhere. Oh, practice! It's not in the air. Um, just cannonballs, but uh, like. Well, they did have the, the balloons. The, this. Why are. Well, no, they didn't really have yeah, some very early ones. They didn't use them for war.
3: Like uh, the Orson Welles uh, documentary on Nostradamus.
0: Have you seen that? No, I've never even heard oh, of it.
3: Oh, well, uh, this is based on the 69 uh, book that interpreted the writings of Nostradamus for modern America. And it was mm-hmm. an 80s documentary hosted by Orson Welles. And in Weird. their documentary, there are three antichrists uh the first antichrist is napoleon the second antichrist is hitler and the third antichrist hasn't come yet
0: jfk i'm looking at the poster no it's jfk in the poster (laughs) <laughs> no, the
3: third Antichrist Hitler. is a Muslim terrorist who hasn't come yet. Oh, okay. But yes, after,
0: uh, he right, hasn't
1: Lebanon. appeared. I think he's, he's he's he should have he should appear anytime King now. King of terror. Believe Nostradamus, in I a blue
0: turban. But he's
1: not. He's. I think he's born. I think it's something like born in Jerusalem, but not a Jew, which would at uh, a Muslim or maybe Christian. But he. he has not so yet.
0: convinced of Nostradamus but myself. He <laughs> born in
1: 1968, <laughs> he should hurry up. After uh, after
3: nine eleven happened, people looked back at this old mid century American interpretation of Nostradamus, where the third Antichrist was a guy in a turban from the Middle East, and they said, "Oh my mm-hmm. God, Nostradamus came true," and that's what, yeah. But you know, it's
0: it's bullshit, it's, but whatever. I don't know. Or, uh, but or no, I, no, I. Point. Well, no, he's just the narrator. He didn't no, write it. He, he <laughs> actually a, did it. A hired he thought, hand.
3: he thought it was bullshit. He he, he did narrate yeah. him that, but but he makes he a did. really good argument, even nonetheless.
0: No, I I think you just you just like define your terms, right? They didn't say World War One is World War One during World War One. It's only in the context of a Second World yeah. War. How it's how actually, and, and it's only here. the Second World War is only in the context. Of, of thinking about, like, look at how close they are together. Because Napoleonic Wars are way, uh, I mean, I, I, I was just watching Sharp recently and I was thinking, you know, there's no better story than you got the guy. You put him on an island. He's out of the game. What? He's back. <laughs> like, like if Hitler's back and he's rolling tanks across uh, Germany and France again, people's like, what the fuck? We got this guy.
1: I was in a, <laughs> about the, the naming. the wars. was. I mean, it was uh, the World War One was a great war. Well, into the, yes. uh, into World War Two, the uh, war to I end all wars. Last
0: weekend.
1: and there was a, and I passed a memorial plaque on the on the railway on the wall of the railway viaduct over Friedrichstrasse, which was the old. It was the central station of old East Germany, but they built a new one, and now it's just a, just another public transport hub. But it's still a pretty big station, and it has a railway viaduct across the street. And there's a memorial plaque, plaque, a bronze plaque. It's nicely been restored. It's from 1952. It's an East German bronze plaque, which is important. And it says, says, I'm translating it now. Now, um, shortly before the end of the criminal Hitler war, so it's not World War Two. It's the criminal <laughs> Hitler war. where yeah. Two young German soldiers were hanged here by dehumanized SS bandits. Which is also like, okay, oh, right. it's not just SS people, it's dehumanized,
0: dehumanized SS, SS, yeah. SS yeah.
1: And this plaque was put up in 1952, and it was restored in the 1990s, probably because no one wanted to take it down, because it's a memorial plaque for two, uh, probably deserters, or yes, people presumed to be deserters. Yeah. And uh, I also thought, okay, why this plaque? Why here? Because they killed all sorts of supposed deserters, towards the end of world war ii there must have been you could have probably put a plaque on every second house in berlin berlin but why why here was this uh, was it because it was a problem also the weirdest thing is the plaque is right next door to the entrance of a modern mcdonald's and it's so incongruous you see these mcdonald's and then you you've see been
0: colonized plaque. by mcdonald's yes. now
1: uh, the entire lower portion of Friedrichstrasse Station used to be a, it was a border checkpoint, Friedrichstrasse Station between East and West Germany and the entire lower mm-hmm. portion used to be border control areas and of course you no longer need those so they just put in fast food shops and bakeries and so on because you need to do something with it And um, mm-hmm. the, but this plaque was directly next to the entrance of the McDonald's it was nicely kept up, it was polished and everything, it was just yes, so weird. Also, this hyperbolic language. It was interesting that it wasn't World War Two to them. It was the criminal Hitler war. Like, okay, Hitler did it. Yeah. We didn't. Because the East Germans were no, yeah. the East Germans were no nazis. They were the good guys.
0: It's we were uh, one of the, were the reasons Hitler is, is disliked and uh, obviously not the main reason. <laughs> one of the reasons Hitler is disliked is because he's not one of us, as in he's not of the upper class, right? He's a fucking corporal. Yeah, he was a he was a he was, a,
1: he was a Nothing triggered
0: a, the United he was States more. He
1: was a son and of, the, world, the world, the
0: Britain, France, and 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 the United States, nothing triggered them more than the Russian Revolution because it chopped off the heads of the royal family and said no more. And then it said, you know who's going to run things? Committees. Committees made up of people in the actual community. And they're going to have a supreme Soviet, which is a committee of all the committees. that's going to make rules, for, and there's going to be a chairperson in that, and he can be from whatever class. It doesn't matter. It was it was like that triggered the United States so much, and more importantly, Britain, who was kind of running the United States brain for a long time, and sort of kind of is now their brains have gone to mush. Um, and uh, with a uh, what's the guy from uh, Rhodes? The road scholars, right? Ah, oh, Jesus. Anyways, um, that's why, like, there's like an obsession and a, a like a pathological triggering, uh, re- regarding Russia is like, is like, they, they, they can never be forgiven for questioning the elites, let alone killing them. That's just not on. But like, uh,
3: the French
1: did so, too. And it corona. was a lot They more, did. And, and then they got the an army. emperor. The Russians were kind of right? blundering. They killed their... their best and then they put a king army. back in, yes, right?
0: But, uh, they got to get their kings back in. And so, like, we feel like today, Charles, you know, maybe he's not as in a greater position as Queen Elizabeth, because, you know, he's like kings today, really? That funny hat? We really, But try and take him out. You'll see a lockstep. The United States government would go to war over that stupid doofus. Right? Trying to keep him in power.
1: Uh, yeah, it's fine I mean, to uh, let the
0: empire slip away, but Charles don't, the don't dare. Thr- <laughs>
1: the problem
0: is that the, no. government,
1: that the government is progressively terrorized. They, they always manage to to elect someone or find someone who's worse than the previous Fully style, corrupt. Which, is, which takes yeah. some doing. It's I mean, true. the the last. Uh, the, I mean, the terrible guys of ten years ago look like look really brilliant by now. To, compared to, uh,
0: I mean, you the- know, no, I I'm going the opposite tack from you. I think incompetent government is is like it's preferable to a guy who's got all his marbles and has an agenda. Yeah, that's uh, because a libertarian,
3: yeah. Heinleinian...
0: and <laughs> well, I, I I I I actually I just I I, I think you know you, ideally you want a guy. Who, who addresses problems, puts out fires. Uh, I think that that's the main thing. And then like literally just addresses problems and puts out fires. That should be the main job. But you get these guys in power and they say, you know what? My dad didn't win that war properly. So I'm going to s- finish it for him. And he's got this whole, you know, pressure to, to do that. And so they do that. And then the other guy says, you know, that other guy, he shouldn't have tortured those folks. Um, so I'm not going to do anything about it. In fact, I mean, just to prove I'm not a, uh, born in Africa or a Russian, I'm going to start five new wars. I'm like, okay. And then the next guy comes in and you say, wait a second. This guy's can't control the levers of government. No new wars happen. Hey, that's interesting. And then, uh, you know, you get a guy whose brain isn't working at all in and like the deep state's just like, hey, we can run riot with all those. Things we were doing, although we, we seem to be having trouble because all of the top management like can't get fucking sentences out
1: yeah <laughs> Kamala okay, Harris um, addressing a so crowd the Like, do some fucking homework lady right now but ours is a mix of uh, we have a bunch of complete incompetence uh, chancellor who, who, who with amnesia who seems to forget that he's okay he's he's also corrupt, but he seems to they're all corrupt they're corrupt. They're incompetent, and we have a couple of of people, mostly from the green parties, who have an agenda and or, yeah. from, or the yes, agenda's were, scarier. who have someone pulling the strings. I, I don't think Robert Habeck is capable of forming a coherent thought. But there was a guy who was pulling his strings, and he's out now. But uh, apparently, still pulling strings because he was uh, because he was so corrupted. He had his entire family, and he was, even even uh, even the guy who was his best man at his wedding, he gave them all 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 high-profile jobs and uh, this got out mm. and, and they got high but okay so we have we have we have people with with an agenda agenda who want everything to be like a kind of green utopia utopia which is not a utopia for most people and we have a bunch of complete incompetence and we have a we have an opposition which is non-existent because um, the guy who wound up in charge of the opposition party, is a guy who basically, yeah, he really, really wanted the job, but he uh, doesn't really know what to do with it right now, and is obsessed mm. by, yeah, is obsessed with, yeah, also he has this weird trans people obsession, which everybody has, which is kind of like, why do you even care? We have bigger problems than that.
0: That and yeah, Well, so got, uh, you know, you can be triggered over it, and then other people can be yeah, triggered it's, over it's it, a, and then it, it makes sort like, of feeds okay, on I'm, itself.
1: I'm, I'm, I mean, it's really like there's so many problems in the world, and honestly, you want to go on to campaign on the platform. We hate trans people, and and we really love nuclear power. Okay, at least that one sort of. I hate nuclear power, but it's uh, at least makes <laughs> sense. But uh, okay, this guy. But anyway, the opposition guy is completely is also completely incompetent, and he basically doesn't. See, he basically is kind of vain and doesn't seem to exist, and sometimes shows up to say something stupid about. I think all young people should work for the state for at least 18 months and we should return to the draft and everything's like, you
2: know,
0: smell The way I think at the, at the, it should, the, the guy in charge or lady, it's fine, I don't care, should be exactly I should hear from them as much as I hear from my local fire chief <laughs> Right? Only time he ever shows up is when somebody's fucking up at the fire, putting out a fire Right? That's the only time I don't want to hear him giving him speeches on TV or telling us about how to lead or how leadership is or talking about how our allies and trying to inspire me. Fuck you. Go, go back to your fucking office and do your fucking job, which is putting out fires. That's it, right? Yeah, but that's the only—that's the only job. <laughs> Just put out the fires. <laughs> like I said our, Nothing else. this
1: government we have right now we'll let you know when we want to have hundred our hundred
0: minimum hundred. wage increased we'll let you know when we want this and you, you'll you do it you fuck because we that's your fucking job you're, I mean, you're not you're not the leader you're the guy who's the manager
1: I mean we're our government is ridiculously obsessed with heating systems and how people heat their homes they want to ban all, all gas and all furnaces beginning next year which is of course yeah, ridiculous because uh, Yes. How how are uh, new ones? Okay, so if you have an old one, you can continue using it. But we don't yeah. have enough. they're they kind of yeah. They're kind of really. And now they're getting obsessed with what people eat, eat and everything. So they're oh yeah. Just okay. Some just some people who have some kind of weird agendas and weird obsessions with heating systems and uh, and what people eat and uh, and everything and how they live. It's uh, apparently houses uh, people are living in on two big houses and so on. It's. And uh, meanwhile, inflation is high, uh, high. we have um, our our economic growth is slowing, our Secretary of Economies doesn't know what ban- how bankruptcies work, so yes, it's, uh, uh, our Foreign Secretary is completely embarrassing that even, that uh, basically we have to send someone ahead of her to apologize for this very, very embarrassing person. <laughs> so yeah,
0: they're all completely... Yep, we, got we got it bad. got it bad. So yeah, I prefer a highly incompetent. Uh, can't get anything done. Um, problem is, is we don't even ha- we don't even have that because they they get stuff done around the edges.
1: Yeah, the problem is, if they um, get if they're, they're idiots getting stuff done. Like for example, this yes. stupid heating law will probably pass. Pass. Of course, you can. It's it's not doable. Everybody knows it's not doable. But uh, you're still stuck with the stupid law, and it's, it's terrifying people. People And uh, that's a problem. It's not that they, if they couldn't get anything done, it would be like, okay, for yeah nothing happened for four years. But uh, sadly, some of them try to push the agenda through and the rest of them doesn't seem to exist. Well, you know, the, the
3: thing is, Jesse, like, we've had plenty of highly incompetent leaders who don't get anything done, but they don't last very long. They, they get replaced <laughs> by uh, highly competent.
0: Well, we're leaders. Gonna, we're we're going to get one back in the world. States pretty soon, I think. We, we are? Oh yeah, Trump's gonna get back in, <laughs> unless they unless they literally assassinate him. I think he's back in. I
3: don't know. I, I'm a little skeptical
0: about that. And Desantis is, has no, you know, n- nobody, nobody's gonna hate vote for Desantis, right? No, no Democrats are gonna say, you know what, I hate, I hate my Dems so much. The Dems who hate the Dems, right? They're gonna say, you know what, I'm gonna vote for Desantis. No, they're not gonna do that. And, and Trump will wipe the floor with DeSantis, because DeSantis is just a regular politician. He actually has experience governing things and um, doing general politician shit.
1: He's also not very competent as a politician, because he's also Boy. one guy who has this weird agenda and lets it get in the way of everything. I don't like Disney either, but uh, if there's a biggest employer in your state, you don't piss them off. Especially, you don't piss them off about uh, about I don't know same sex same sex kiss in some 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 Pixar movie or something.
0: Uh, yeah, oh. I I don't, I what, don't know What about uh, that. People
3: than... don't really understand about American politics, like foreigners, is that uh, it about fifty percent of them. Eligible Americans vote on like a a presidential election. If it hits 50%, Mm -hmm. that's like a victory for democracy. But the, the elections aren't won by like people choosing which side to vote for. They're won by like one side staying home so like if the democrats aren't motivated to vote then the republicans will vote and the republican wins and if vice versa the republicans aren't motivated to vote by their candidate then they'll stay home and the democrats will win because the democrats go out and vote and then like if neither side is motivated there's a really low voter turnout if both sides are motivated there's higher voter turnout but it's not like germany or or even canada like like in germany like your your voting rate is like in the 90 percentile. Like,
1: no, it's no longer is, but no? it's it's higher. I think it's in the, there's a kind of, it depends, it's like in the 70 or 80, per, 80% would be good, it's still, mostly 70s. It's higher high than the, in the US, which it's is very low. high
3: for America. Like, in an off election, in a midterm election, our vote, like it's about 20% of the people going vote. Um, so, even 70 or 80% is high. So, You know, with with the United States, it's 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 a candidate that can motivate their side to come out and vote. It's a two party system, and so I
0: don't know. It's a one party system with two wings. (laughs) That's what it is. That's why Trump. That's why Trump. You know, crushed everybody else. All the all the guys before, because he's not really he's not really a dem or a Republican. I mean, now he's taken the Republican brand. But he took it. They he didn't. Uh, he didn't. He wasn't given it. He wasn't really adopting it. It's just his color. Yeah. Now. He
3: had the independents right. coming out for him. The people don't belong to either party. Just
0: people who hate Hillary yeah. Clinton, and now people who are hate hating uh, Uncle Joe. But do
3: do you think Desantis could lead the Republicans out to the polls like that? Do you think
0: we could get no? That no, out? absolutely. No, assuming Trump wins. The nomination, which yeah. he will. Assuming Trump isn't assassinated by the deep state, which he probably won't be, because he, he didn't really hurt them that bad. He's pretty incompetent, right? Yeah. He didn't say, I'm going to smash the CIA into a thousand pieces. <laughs> he said, uh, we got a lot of killers on our, our team, too. And then, like, uh, CIA guys are fist pumping in the in the room you know anyway
1: i have to go now so i was yeah. lovely seeing meeting you and talking to you mm-hmm. and i'll see you around and I'll see you on twitter i think it's, yes right, and it's probably it it in two weeks talking. or something
0: Yep, we had a good discussion of a pretty bad book with a yeah good it, movie it had
3: some interesting ideas but it didn't it wasn't yep. a very good book i was bored during a lot i was just like sigh it's just badly
0: badly. yeah like, exactly a lot of signs. just to get okay, to okay five good meeting
3: bye you. yeah I was just sighing hoping to get the next section just like yeah 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 mm-hmm. like that
0: was at least it out. was short
3: it, it was short but it was too long at the same time um yep. while uh you know the, the other the other like even the sixth column like it was pretty bad but I wasn't bored
0: that's a way better I
3: wasn't bored it did not bore me
0: um, no and and you know it has problems and, and you know if those problems if, like, uh
3: in logan's realm like if only the obstacles that he went up against had to do with the society and weren't just like they random <laughs> shit that was thrown in like a
0: random shit like, randomly like, oh, placed
3: all of a sudden we're gonna say that the zoo let go of the animals and that they're mutants now and, you know yeah. and,
0: don't need it yeah
3: there was just no continuity it was bad
0: no yeah, I it feels like something somebody wrote as an exercise mm-hmm. um at, oh, for a contest or something and and then sort of took on a uh yeah, I think without the movie it would would be mostly forgotten. Yeah,
3: although a, a modern like movie of Logan's run would kind of be like an interesting thing, I think.
0: I think there was talk about re- redoing it, but uh, I don't I don't ever pay attention to anything that's not actually uh, available for pirating because <laughs> it, yeah they talk about all sorts of things you know being in production. Unless Quentin Tarantino says I've got it in the can, I don't get it at all interested. Yeah, he's
3: you know? talking about like all of these different movies that Yeah.
0: yeah. I would like him to do a Star Trek movie. He du he would get Star Trek. He likes Star Trek. Um but he won't. I don't know. If you Listen
3: uh, to his ideas it's like Star Trek but with cursing.
0: No, he never said that, did he? I think he
3: did. I, I do believe that he said I like, can't
0: imagine. Because that's literally what they did on Discovery. Yeah. That's just garbage. Right? Yeah. Garbage. All right. Yeah. You go walk your non-existent dog All All right. And... Have a good one, Jesse. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. This has been the SFF Audio Podcast. Please join us at www.sffaudio.com and thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com/sffaudio. Hello? Hello, hello? Okay. I'm hearing something now. Briefly. Wow. Good morning, hey. Jesse. How are you doing? Um, how are you? <laughs> Dodging the question, I see. That's fine. I was
4: asking a question with, <sighs> a, question with a question. I'm
0: being, yeah. I'm right. being rather Faye about this. Hello. Faye? Good morning. Good morning. All right. Let's see who else is on this. Oh, going down the list, and, and we have Paul, Cora, Trish, and Jonathan. Okay, so we need uh, Trish and Cora. All right, Let me get in here. Uh, participants? Is that how you do it? Once, yeah, that looks right.
4: Okay. You are a professional podcaster. Cora. It's
0: it's not me who's broken Skype. I used to know how to work it real good. Uh, Cora and Trish. I didn't leave Skype! Yeah.
4: Skype left me!
0: Uh, yeah. Maybe not. I mean, I'm not that, I'm more annoyed than I
3: you're, am. You're uh, not allowed to run it anymore. Your You have to ask uh, Bing Chat to run it for you.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, right. Um. Alright. Well, that's a good question. So, I'm gonna get the Wikipedia entry out for the book. Okay.
2: Test, test. Can y'all hear me? Be-
0: and here You're you. Ready. Hello. Good, Good morning.
2: Good
0: morning. Uh, what was the one? Uh, oh yeah, I started watching this new terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger show on Netflix.
4: I have heard it wasn't yeah. actually not terrible. You think it was terrible,
0: dude? It's bad. It's badly written. Well, it's it's just like dumb. And you know, like I like Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff, but. The, the, the line they keep repeating is, um, that's all, and that's done, or something like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how I feel about the show. Oh, man. What's it, what's it called? Turgid, or turbo, or...
2: Turgid or f- turbo. Fubar. Or, 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 fubar. They're very different words.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, f- Fubar, it had a U in mm. it. In the middle, too.
2: Right, and a B. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, it says 6.5 on IMDb. It's a yeah, I I don't think I got through the first episode. Wow. Yeah. And, and it's like I've seen way worse things, but uh it's the writing that shit. And uh like a lot of it would be it's because of the subject. Um he's basically redoing the character. Remember the the uh uh, True Lies. It's basically that character. It's that character. Yeah, but that was a good movie. <laughs> okay, Paul's enjoying Chat GPT. It's just, yeah, I'm not going to read all that. It's
4: about you. Yeah, but like
0: I said, I'm not going to read all that.
4: It is uh, yeah, lying. <laughs> uh, like anyway. that. that, that, that's my point to show you just how much lying. You're yeah, lying
0: but even even if. <laughs> Well, it doesn't, I mean, I teach essays all the time. Kids, kids lie all the time. You know what? The one that really pissed me off, really pissed me off. I was like, uh, I got three questions and I'm like, fuck this. (laughs) It was a, it was a quiz about Heinlein. I started doing it and like, the first question's not well formed. Second one, like, there's a grammar mistake. Third one, the choice was Robert A. Heinlein was a, and then you get a list are, uh, are produced or something like that. And it was, one of them was literature and the other one was science fiction and there was two others like westerns and romance or something like that. So I, I choose science fiction and it says, no, he wrote literature. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this has to have been like just an AI thing, right? Well, so yeah,
3: they, they use AI to make these list
0: quizzes now. But who is they? Like, you don't even need, you don't, you just run a script and say, go through a Wikipedia entry for all the famous authors on this list. Make a quiz for each one. Now I've got content for my shitty website.
3: Who's they? Like Buzzfeed? Right. So, is they like? Uh, yeah, yeah. buzzfeed it's, gone.
1: It, sort of. A...
3: I don't know. I,
0: I don't think know. they're going. I don't yeah, it seems. I, I I don't care. I never visited website. I, I, I yeah. I never visited Buzzfeed. Um, so yeah. FUBAR, not good. I mean, it. I guess I had some kind of expectation because Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't do that many pieces, you know? He doesn't and do much anymore, now. Well, I think he's trying to change that or something. But okay. even so, uh, you know, if you look at his his uh, IMDb, generally they're pretty good.
1: Generally, you
0: but... Know, this, you know, there's a Kris Kringle movie or something that's Jingle probably terrible, but... There you go. I've
1: actually seen that but in the theater. It's not really worth watching.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you know, right? Like, I
1: mean, it was kind of, it was uh, sort of amusing. Uh, he wasn't the world. There was some other guy, Sinbad or something. I don't know. He was an American comedian. I had never mm, seen this guy before. Yeah. He was terrible. Arnold was okay, but uh, it, it's not a good. Some of his comedy movies are good. That one wasn't good.
0: <laughs> Kindergarten Cop's fine. It's not great. Sixth Day was pretty bad. What about Twins? But. J- Twins is yeah, a good it's movie it's funny twins a lot that's good i I don't want him doing those movies because it's it, it, the, mostly they're bad, but he seems to enjoy it and so you you know not my choice but generally like if you don't like take every film he's been in and average it uh but if you pick his you know the ones he's known for, they're all good movies uh, i I didn't like last action here i thought I actually it liked bad. that one quite a bit. I, I, a lot of people like that I don't one. like, uh,
1: what's it called? Um, called um, The Eraser, or whatever it's called, where he's uh, the witness protection guy. That one is kind of dull. Like it. It's Red. an action movie, but it's just its not a very Heat?
0: good one. Red Heat, is that the one?
1: No, no, Red Heat is where he's a Russian cop or something. Who's... Yeah, he's a Russian yeah. cop. There's another one where he's, he's
0: a sheriff who's a small town sheriff who's FBI or goes undercover i can't remember what anyways there's a bunch i don't know which movie you were referring to
1: i don't uh, i think it was vanessa williams was in it in it Uh, it was one of the last ones he did before he became um, governor
0: the governor yes
1: it was the kind of that one was not very good at any rate, and it was an wow. it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie, so you think it's at least it will at least be watchable.
0: But six day good. was the clone one filmed at my university. Yeah,
1: six day is also not very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Collateral damage was weak.
1: That, yeah, that was um, the one that didn't get into theaters because um, uh, because because um, nine one one happened in the meantime. That's and right. it was so it was yeah. deemed uh, insensitive, even though it really didn't have anything to do with it. it
0: was- uh, raw deal is one of those ones on the edge. Like it's not actually a great movie, but Arnold's fun in it. It's it's funny. I feel like that it's, about you know,
3: Commando. like Arnold Schwarzenegger is a lot of fun in that. But the movie going around him, going on around him, isn't really that that great. It's just like a like a bad version of Twenty Four.
0: There. are there are bad things about Commando, but the—I uh, mean, what's her name? Marissa Tomei, or no, not Marissa Tomei. The, <laughs> the daughter is—it's um, it, it, a said, uh,
1: Milano. Uh, Alyssa, Mil- it's Aly- Alyssa Milano. Milano. Alyssa That's fine. Who's the daughter?
0: Yeah, she plays the daughter. Um But the guy who plays Wes uh, is Wes from uh, Mad Max Two. Um uh, He's in Weird Science as well, playing the same character from Mad Max Two. Uh-huh. I don't, Vernon Wells—that's his name. Um, he plays the bad guy, and if if you read it the right way, they—he's—he's he's gay for Arnold. Then it becomes a much more interesting movie because he's like—he's trying to get revenge on his old friend. Why? Because he has a wife and daughter. Okay. Jealousy, <laughs> it's kind of funny to
4: Jesse is a powerful motivator. Jesse. Okay, you, I guess you have what I wanted in life.
0: Yeah. yeah but no. No. Did he he didn't. He didn't want did the he daughter. He, he wanted, wanted. He wanted Arnold.
1: Arnold. Maybe. He wanted. I don't. Know. He
0: wanted. He wanted to do the uh, the arm flex from Predator with <laughs> with uh, you know, the greeting. Dylan, you son of a bitch, or what, Whatever. <laughs> they got you putting pencils at the CIA now. Um, they're actually really interesting. It, you start reading his movies like that, like Predator and uh, Commando, are both about CIA operations in in Central America and like how uh, Arnold's character is against that which is weird because like they're doing CIA operations in Central America and yet Arnold's against it okay whatever
1: actually uh, the first time I saw predator was um, pretty was someone had it on videotape my cousin had it on videotape when it wasn't easy to get into movies which were I think it was, it had an 18th certificate and I was well, under, I was under 18, so I couldn't have seen it. I was so excited to see it. And I really didn't like it because I had such problems sympathizing with these, these, because I'd apparently just shortly before I'd heard something about the CIA doing terrible things in Latin, in Latin America and, yep. um, about uh, Chile and Pinochet, something. At any rate, I'd just heard about these things and there were, were these, these American, um, American CIA agents and, and soldiers, uh, Special forces or whatever they were, were really... Going Training tra- jungle, death squads. Housing the, native, ...housing the local people. I said, these are terrible people. And then the monster comes and them all, And think, okay, you go, monster. But, I mean, that's yeah. precisely the point. That's precisely the point of the movie. I got the point of the movie. I just yeah. didn't understand that it was actually criticizing everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it is criticizing, but it's also... Uh it, it it's it's saying war is hell. Come come join it, you know, like that. Yeah, it
1: is. Critic- it, it's but doing I mean, both. I suppose if they if they'd made a serious movie about CIA agents in Latin America abusing the local population and doing terrible things, you no, know, uh, that movie might have won an Oscar, but no one would have watched it. But now they made an action it's, it's movie funny with Margot Robbie, Edgar, and um,
0: Carl Jesse and Jesse Ventura,
1: and all sorts of people, and they. Or gets uh, gets his asses kicked by this by this invisible alien monster who basically thinks he's on a big game safari. This is a hugely mm-hmm. critical movie, and it's also a it's also a fun action movie. And you can see you can uh, see you can view it on multiple levels. This is why it's yeah, and why it had so many sequels. And Prey was really really good. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was pretty good. I I, I was I was doing a, a ranking, and I was like. Number one is Predator. Number two is probably Prey. Then maybe Predator 2. Then the movie Predators. And then there's a movie called The Predator that's not even on the list because it's such a piece of shit. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So I watched th- those two things. I watched the s- first part of the first episode of FUBAR and was disappointed. And then uh, I watched the Logan's Run, which we're going to talk about. And then I watched uh, mm-hmm. Sisu. Have you guys heard of Sisu? No. Sisu? no.
4: It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Well, it's because it's, it's, cause
0: it's a, Heinlein, a Heinlein thing, right? From, uh, was it Double... St- no, it wasn't Double Star. Uh, St- Starship Traveler? No. Starman Jones, maybe? No. Citizen of the Galaxy? <laughs> it's one of those ones. The ship is named.
1: I mean, uh, those are all pretty good Heinlein novels, but uh, they're also yeah. quite different from Casper.
0: No, yeah, no. S- Sisu Heinlein. So, um, one, in one of them, he meets a, a starship trading society. Yeah, it's in Citizen of the Galaxy. So it's the second half of Citizen of the Galaxy. He gets off planet and he joins like a nor- uh, fin- Finlandian uh, trading, Starship Trading Society, where every once in a while they get together to reproduce their species. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Anyways, um, this movie, Sisu, came out 2022 and really is 2023 movie, um, is a low budget, uh, action movie, uh, mostly in English, uh, in which a, uh, uh, a retired, uh, soldier from World War One. I, I guess, Oh do no, know, he's earlier, in, uh, from the Winter War, um, is panning for gold, discovers gold, tries to take it to the bank, and gets intercepted uh, by Nazis uh, during uh, uh, their evacuation from Russia, etc. And uh, it's a very, it's a very, uh, like, built up to be a very much what it is movie it's just like a linear progression he goes from one place to another place nazis get in the way he's got a dog he's got a um, horse of it. and he just keeps
1: he it just kills nazis boy, the whole movie somewhere. i've seen a review of What's that, that i just dismissed it like finnish guy kills nazis no thank you i didn't read the review. yeah yes uh, but i remember the headline
0: it's good it, it, it's it, it it looks it, it's like very solid walk into the last scene of the movie there's not, there's not, no, he talks. There's just and not. He, the, the, well, okay, yeah. In Wikipedia. He talks with his eyes. Okay,
4: okay. <laughs> Wikipedia says he speaks for the first time in the movie at the end of the movie when he. Uh,
0: it's not quite done. a silent film, but it's, yeah.
4: When spoiler. Spoiler, I, spoiler,
0: spoiler. I wrote, I wrote, uh, <laughs> who cares? Um, a low budget, high action Finnish <laughs> film set during La- the Lapland War, uh, informed by Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jack London's short story Moonface works despite an anachronistic tank due to its nice pacing, simplicity, and its lead. So, like, they got the wrong tank because they, you know, it's hard to get real Nazi tanks. Um, there's not that many of them, and they're expensive. So they have, like, a, a Russian tank uh, pretending to be a Nazi tank. And they have, like, a DC-3 instead of a, a Fokker uh, for their Nazi airplane. But the DC-3 is explained by... Um, it's a, it's a Russian plane that they've con- confiscated oh, so, and, they, you know, the Russians did, did have There's not a lot of pockets so. left,
1: either.
0: Most of them are. Oh, uh, no, there's actually quite a few of the some. particular yes, model they could have used.
1: Our airport has, has no, it's a Junkers. We have a Junkers, which is... Uh, yeah, no, it's a
0: Junker. I was th- yeah, Junkers is what, Junkers, that's the one I meant. Yeah.
1: Junkers, yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's the one like in all the World War II movies with Clint Eastwood. You know? Yeah, we
1: we have one um, of those. It's, I actually took a photo. They made they uh, made lots of them after um, the it's war used too. For, um, tour for to, it's used for touring flights. You can book a you can book a book a tour of Bremen in this uh, in this eighty uh, year old airplane.
0: If you if you like prey, you'll probably like this. Unless you know you only like uh, girl girl bosses. It's 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 very simple. I don't um,
1: like I it, don't like movies where people of my nationality only exist to get killed. I don't watch those movies. <laughs> no, I, I, okay. Indiana Jones is different. Because I think of, I think everybody uh, in the my, movies uh, finished. Random Finnish, movie. It's like nope. i, I nope, Kill some us. Kill Russians or whatever. I don't want to want to watch that either. But uh, I don't. Li- I, I don't want to exist only in movies to get killed. Okay, it's probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, I, I don't. I mean, I, I imagine. If you watched only if you watched movies from the Middle East or or, this, or the Soviet Union or something, where all the Americans are always evil and only get killed, it's it's okay for one movie, especially if it's a good one, or something like Indiana Jones or something. But um, but if it's every movie, it's okay when any, we care all, movie, kill kill our people, but yeah.
0: anymore. it's not even very. Uh, what's funny is it's almost like a cartoon. It's not realistic, like you watch Prey, you know it's a little bit hyperbolic this is like this they make it up like this guy can't be killed um, and there's a scene where they do the info dump um you know they call in his dog tags or so oh he's the immortal or whatever um it it's based on the phrase sisu or the word sisu which is it's in the hindline it's hard to translate etc uh, stick through it this by victory, you know, sort of thing. But it's funny because, like, all the things that happen, you know, the reason I'm saying Raiders of the Lost Ark, the truck scene, it's basically the same truck from, from the truck scene in, in Raiders. Um, he's underneath, he's, you know, climbing on top, he's punching guys out the front. And, and then there, there's like a series of, of ones just like that. And it's broken up into chapters. It's, for, it's quite a. It's almost like an art film as an action film. So, it's probably on Netflix. You'll probably like it. I, I didn't look. I didn't look up the score on it. But it's it's going to be high. I think I would think. Uh, there's a whole bunch of movies called uh, Seven. That's good. Anybody else? Uh, do any non-book-related stuff? Any non book related Of it. Yeah, I know, Jonathan, you finished, like, two days ago or something like that on your book. Yeah, so. I
3: finished the, uh, I listened to the audiobook. Um, you know, I've seen the movie not in many, many years. Um, I started to watch the uh, link you gave, Jesse,
0: but it was only the first half an hour of the movie. And, uh, you know. Oh, it probably just didn't uh, you download upload.
1: it. That's what I did, and oh.
0: It probably only, it wasn't fully uploaded. Oh. I know, I, I don't oh, know, yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: You, I didn't think of that. Um,
3: but, you know, I've seen the movie before, I uh, listened to the audiobook. Um,
0: no, I'm saying non, non-book non related stuff, or, or we can start.
3: Non-book related. Let me, um, I, I went for a walk.
0: Okay, <laughs> did you take a dog? No, I don't have a dog. You should take a dog, steal somebody's dog, and take it, sure. and you'll have a dog. Some
1: dog owners are probably happy if someone walks their dog.
0: <laughs> That's right. Um, the dog, actually, in Sisu, like the dog in um, Prey, mm-hmm. is is quite quite the star. Um, I've never seen a dog look more like what Snowy from Tintin would look like <laughs> than you know in real life. Very pretty dog, uh, you know, white white furry curly. Um, it's it's not the same breed, but it looks more like a Tintin dog than even the the Tintin dogs, you know. You see. So I guess like and, uh, the
3: non-book related stuff I've been doing has been like mm-hmm. editing an anthology and like writing my next book. I don't know—is that non-book related or is that still book related? Even mm-hmm. though it's my books, it
1: is book yeah, related, yeah. but not. Uh, but unless you're writing the Logan's Run sequel, it's not oh. uh, related to this book. Big <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think just well, well, talking well, about
2: homework, right? The homework?
1: Yeah, non homework. Oh, non homework. Right? So, just in
4: general? Oh, so yeah. no, anything? Well, well, Trisha and I have been helping um, Gregory A. Wilson and Kate Arvin Elleron with a fundraiser for the Damon Runyon Cancer Foundation this weekend over on Twitch.
0: Damon Runyon? Right. Damon. Good. Who's Damon Runyon? That's an American name. Yeah, it, Damon, it, it, Damon Runyon was
2: a uh, short story writer. Um, the guy movie says. Guys and Dolls is based on one of his short um, stories.
0: I'm a more of a Ben Hecht guy myself. <laughs> Newsp- newspaper. I guess uh, Jack London and Ambrose are newspaper guys do that. Yeah, but
2: anyway, I, Damon I Runyon the front made page enough money recently. to donate to a foundation that... Uh, or to found a foundation <laughs> uh, That uh, funds cancer research So,
5: uh-huh. so
2: this uh, this thing that Paul and I have been working on this weekend Is uh, uh, moderating a Twitch stream Basically that is running games and asking for donations and So far we've oh, raised over $4,000 We're hoping to hit our goal of $7,000 By the end of the marathon on Monday
0: continuous gameplay for...
4: well, Not continuous.
2: It was 12 hours of gaming yesterday, 8 hours of gaming today. I'm taking a little break. Other moderators are handling um, games Thursday night, Friday night, and uh, 6 hours or so of gaming on Monday. So, not a continuous marathon, but a 5 day stretch of fundraising streams.
0: Uh, His Wikipedia entry has him smoking, so... What he, he he a hypocrite? Who? Damon Runyon.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> he he died forty six. No. Oh no, uh, no, sorry, sixty six. How did I get forty six? Oh, years active. That means writing, not alive. <laughs>
3: you no, know, I've got a really old <laughs> Penguin pocketbook here, The Best of Damon Runyon. I've been meaning <laughs> to pick it up, but I've never uh, never read it. But uh, it looks interesting.
5: Yeah, it's... There's a
0: lot of these famous writers from that period. Go for it, Trish.
2: Uh, Sorry, just, I was going to say, Damon Runyon has this very um, uh, idiosyncratic dialogue style for the criminals and stuff. They talk very... uh, uh it, it is a very like they don't use contractions, but they use a lot of slang. Um, it's It's a little hard to define, but uh, uh, if you've ever seen guys and dolls, you'll you'll kind of see uh, uh, the way that they talk to each other is not really, a New York way, as far as I know, of talking. Paul, help me.
4: <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's definitely exaggerated. Kind of, kind of like, kind of like when Claire was doing her accent for uh, that game. She was definitely doing more than she normally does, or most New Yorkers would ever do, as far as an accent is concerned. That's the same, same, mm-hmm. same sort of uh, idea. It's kind of like done perfect.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. All right. Well. I've I've not yeah, seen the guys dolls, say, but
3: as a native New Yorker, I don't like to uh, watch movies where it's just the New Yorkers who die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, you, you usually get wiped out by whatever disasters by
0: by asteroids, um,
1: <laughs> by, Astor, by you must, Godzilla, you must hate, uh, by aliens. Yeah. You
0: must no, you you hate Escape from New York, oh. right?
1: Uh,
4: although,
0: is, uh, terrible movie.
4: It's not a terrible movie, but no, it's it does not just. Dis- it's dis- okay, but. Doesn't well buy our My How dare you
0: say Escape uh, from New York is, is okay?
3: From New York that is, is uh, It's an amazing movie.
0: Of course it is.
3: <laughs> I, I like it better. Than, it's
0: uh, low budget, but it's wonderful. I
3: like it better than uh, John Carpenter's uh, Chinatown. um I think uh, Escape. Big Trouble? What's that? Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, I, I think uh, Escape mm-hmm. be better than that. And I
0: love that. Movie. Uh, I love that. They're both excellent films. The One is a comedy, the other one is less of a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I, I think um, this Big Trouble in Little China is an excellent film. It's it's yeah. really wonderfully uh, sarcastic they're and both tongue excellent. in cheek, uh, yeah. playing with tropes and.
0: and um, subverting tropes. It's a yellow yellow peril awesomeness. It's so cool.
2: Yeah, but the white sa- oh, savior turns it. out to be, you know, kind of the dummy who fell into things. <laughs> he's the sidekick.
0: He's yeah, not he's clearly
4: he, yes. he, the sidekick. <laughs>
0: yeah, he uh, gets knocked on the head, in head in during that, the final battle. His name. The actor?
1: Yes, so as the Kurt Russell? Uh, Kurt David Lopan. It's, it's actually the sidekick of this this Asian of this Asian guy whose uh whose yes. name I yeah. it. because it's been way too long since I've seen Big Trouble in Little China. It's a really fun movie though. Yeah, it um, is it, a great movie. It, it, I remember it, it's, it's I Dennis Dunn it.
4: It's it's Dennis Dunn who plays uh the main character. Is that that's who you're thinking of?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, it's also got Victor Wong in it. It's got James Hong in it. It's got Kim. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a <laughs> I mean, great
1: cast. They got everybody. Uh, they got uh, probably every Asian actor in Hollywood at the time. So <laughs> That's sad.
0: actually, if you look at the kung fu, uh, like the gang scenes, there's a lot of non-Asian actors in the Asian gangs because <laughs> they couldn't find enough. So you got like, you know, these Chinese Tongs fighting in the back streets of of San Francisco, and it's like, well. Oh, that guy's not Chinese. <laughs> well, that guy over there, yeah, he's definitely, no, he's, he's the one from, um, he's the guy with the big mustache from, uh, uh, Die Hard. He's a famous, like, um, stunt guy. He's always, always getting killed in movies. Ah, doesn't matter. So, yeah, those are two movies nobody's seen recently. I don't know. There's probably other stuff out there, but I, I did watch, um, uh, the Ben Hecht uh, front page movie recently, and that just, that thing really cooks. And there, there's a, the other version of it too, I, I'm not sure what it's called, it's also really good, I remember. Have you guys seen that?
2: His the Girl Friday? Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's the one I watched.
2: That's
0: a yeah, movie. His Girl Friday. Um, and there's a third one uh, with uh, Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau, like a TV movie or something that's a, a redo, and that's also good. But, uh, I think I haven't seen that one for probably a decade or two directed by Billy Wilder. Look at that. Wow. Right.
3: Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau movie directed by Billy Wilder. If you tell me a little bit more, I can probably guess what you're talking about.
0: It's the front page. It's by, it's based on the play by Ben Hecht. Um, Which is, uh, it's two guys, um, they're working at the newspaper, it's done in almost real time, where they're trying to, uh, find the guy who's missing from, uh, uh, like a murderer who's supposed to go in the electric chair. It's, it's, it's like a fast-paced, um... Cocky I think thing actually there's a, a of around one
1: where it's no longer a newspaper but a TV, uh, uh, but a TV yeah. station. That one star, oh, probably. And said, I think it's Kathleen Turner. Must be from the late eighties. I saw it on a, I saw it on an Kathleen airplane Turner. in about eighty eight. Wow. So
0: it must. Yeah, have
2: Wikipedia been. says that movie, TV movie, was uh, switching channels.
0: Oh, Burt Reynolds and Kathleen Turner. Now I want to watch that. <laughs> Reynolds. Did I nope.
1: think it was okay. Yeah. Um, got this uh, star. Yeah, Why did the city- oh, yes, it was, I think Christopher Reeves was it must have been in it? I can uh, imagine. Christopher It was a good. It was good, and it was even good watching it without it oh, without okay. the sound because I because I think you had to pay money for the earphones, and I was fifteen and didn't have enough. You're right. Christopher Reeves is,
0: is in it. I can. Oh, he must play. He must play the boyfriend yes, of, yes. of the girl. Uh, they're going to get married, right? Right. Because uh, she she, has... she he pulls her back into the game mm-hmm. uh, with this. Um, it's just super well. Like the play would have been amazing, I assume. But front page and his girl Friday are both excellent. I remember so, the yeah. the
1: TV the movie. This movie was Kathleen Turner that they're they're about to execute this guy in the electric chair, and there's all these news people around, and they all plug their equipment into some into the same outlet. And I think like. Oh, that's not going. That's going to give to be a short circuit, and then they try to activate the electric chair, and there really is a short circuit, and everything goes dark, and the poor <laughs> guy is safe. And I, I, was like, I was I was sitting in this airplane, and everybody around me was sleeping, sleeping, but I couldn't sleep, and I was like, yay! And all the people were looking at me like, what's up with this, with this crazy person?
0: There was a television series in 1948.
2: That's I assume that's
0: completely that's lost. lost. Out of that. I, obviously, they have more than one thing a week. I, I don't know. Weird. Mm. Uh, they, they, that's the thing, right? Is They turn everything into a series, like Logan's Run. Yeah,
1: I, I guess it's... <laughs> <but> I mean, <laughs> into a TV show. Continuing <laughs> that sort <a> of <laughs> works, given, that, that, given how episodic the book is.
0: <laughs> well, maybe maybe now we're sufficiently warmed up. Yeah, I think we
4: should actually talk about the book.
0: All right. I'll allow it. Um, Paul's going to make a list of all the people who are on the show and what order they go in while I look at what's this Logan's run. Logan's not Slogan's run. That's a different book. All right. There we go. 1967. I'm ready. Jesse, Paul, Cora, Trish, Jonathan. Well, that was simple. I love to serve. I am okay. Yeah, well, you you've been you, know. you, you,
4: you 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 went on a bu- you went on a bunch with uh with uh, with all the uh, Conan stuff. She's been game, on all so. the
0: yep, So, but she's also been on all the Jonathan Lang books. Yeah, right? yes, John it, yes, Lang
4: Michael Crichton. Yeah, so you yeah. You, you, you built up a of sense. steam lately, Cora But the two you are pretty close <laughs> emotionally. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think I, unless Cora went to Dublin World Cup I don't think the two ever possibly
2: could have met.
0: Trish, how do you feel about Blue He-Man?
2: <laughs> Blue He-Man? Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't have the passion
2: that uh, Cora does.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Only Cora <laughs> has
0: Clearly <the> not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the power to buy a lot of plastic toys and put take pictures. Though. Um, All you right. keep
4: it nice when I spend on other things. Vinyl. I'm
0: sorry. Vinyl. I'm I don't not know. Great, uh, <laughs>
1: I don't think it's a vinyl anymore because vinyl is. So no. I think it's something else now because vinyl isn't It's bad for the environment, and it also doesn't last very well.
0: Uh, Since that train accident, everybody's down on... uh, Maybe that's why uh, that pop, poop company was pop. Funko Uh, pop? Pop. Pop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Funko pops. I was trying to say pop art. Yeah, Funko pop. Yeah. Funko pop. All right. Yeah, since the train accident in East Palestine, Ohio, everybody's down on vinyl.
1: It's All been right. considered dangerous for the environment before. It, it's not the vinyl; it's a, it's a component. My dad used mm-hmm. to used to work for companies that dealt with hazardous waste. So yeah, I know a bit about that.
0: All right, here we go. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Paul Six. Hi, I'm
1: Cora. Hi, I'm Trish.
0: Jonathan, what's that? Come on back. We're doing a show. I
3: thought I'd uh, use the restroom quickly. Uh, Sorry.
0: (laughs) No worries. We're going to do this one more time. Here we go. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Paul Five.
1: Hi, I'm Kola One. Hi, I'm I'm...
4: Jonathan. Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One
1: more
0: One more time. Jonathan, you're last. You're last, Jonathan.